0: Jump in there. Get in that sack, baby. Get in my sack, son.
1: Well, I'm just cleaning out the garage here, making some
2: room for the old boat. What do you think, Dean? As long as you're here, you want to give us a hand? Yeah, hey, huh? Dean You know,
3: I'd love to, Mr. Anderson, but I just remembered. <coughs> I'm allergic to uh, dust and cardboard boxes.
0: WHAT IS IT WITH YOU INDIANS ANYWAY? THIS IS FILMSACK OH SURE Hello everybody and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode 357, Minding the Very Depths of Film Entertainment for All Mankind. I'm Scott Johnson, joined by Brian, Dashboard Coffee Test Dunaway. Ooh, it's hot. It's so hot.
2: Oh, hi. hi. This week's film hack inspired me to start my own fanfic teleplay called License to Lose, <laughs> where Grandpa Anderson has to fight the DMV in order to keep his license. That's right. License to Lose will most likely be a senior citizen adventure film starring Corey Feldman as a cantankerous old grandpa who must prove he can still drive after his dick son-in-law reports him to the DMV <laughs> due to a controversial diagnosis of moderate dementia and results in his license being revoked. He's crazy. Hilarity ensues as Grandpa Feldman tries to get frisky with his DMV examiner in the back seat of his caddy. Oh, Grandpa, you can't drive in the back seat. <laughs> Further hijinks follow when Grandpa Feldman tries to order a vanity plate from a high-tech kiosk but discovers that Grandpa is already taken. Sure, he oh. tries Grandpa One, Grandpa <laughs> Rules, Grandpa with those two at symbols for A's, all taken. That is, until he wallops the monitor with a cane. Bingo! Also, if Grandpa Corey wants to improv running over a couple of pedophiles, well, that's all right, too. <laughs> Ooh, look Coming at
0: you. To it, Look at you right. bringing it current, dude! I like it. Right, well done. Go to
4: a theater or
0: not near you. Yeah. or
4: <laughs> Not. Are we getting it to a point where uh, where they allow us to put at symbols in our vanity license plates? Oh Probably. gosh, oh, no! Goodness. No way! Probably no not. way! <laughs> hashtag. To. How about I hashtags? can't wait to
2: hashtag my license plate. It's going to be awesome.
4: You might. You know, maybe pound
0: signs are already a thing you can do. I don't know. No. No, no way. No. no? all right uh, I oh i think
4: it might be because i think i remember seeing uh. like sales number one or something like that number one mom i'll oh. bet you i'll bet you you could put a hashtag yeah that's unfortunate isn't it
2: um <laughs> hashtag, hashtag suck my tailpipe exactly can't wait for it
0: also with us today randy he likes to cut his booze limes on the dashboard jordan
1: aloha scott brian brian hi and thank you for applying for your license to podcast let me quickly walk you through our very professional procedure. First, you're going to take a test that covers what you studied. I hope you didn't sleep through the podcast class, but we're strangely uh, uncaring about whether you pass your primary exam because we just want to get you alone with the dad from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and berate you. I don't think that rather was than, him, Rather going. than ask you to come back again tomorrow, we're going to threaten you and scare you and risk public safety, all for reasons we can't articulate. And then we're going to go to the trouble of giving you the license to podcast that you want so much just to take it back and destroy it in front of you. This is so ridiculous that this is probably a dream sequence too. wake up now experience a reality that's equally as ridiculous christopher nolan here's your inspiration for 20 years later <laughs>
0: <laughs> very nice so uh a quick irony thing before we get to yeah. end it. you uh the that, that is not the actor who played the fresh prince dad i know you know that but ironically the song playing in the background of that car yes. sequence is a fresh prince uh dj jazzy jeff concoction jazz so jazzy. nicely I mean, done jeff. You got a, you wrapped it all up in a big bow there that was perfect Wrapped. Perfect. Uh, Wrapped it like a Will Smith song. Indeed. Also with us, and finally, Brian, he always dreamt of locking Heather Graham in a trunk ibbot.
4: (laughs) Welcome to your 1988 driver's exam. Question number one. What is the greatest character name in this movie? A. Mercedes Lane. B. Les Anderson. C. Tina Crapper. (laughs) C. Correct. (laughs) Question two. If you push on the gas pedal and nothing happens, what should you do? A. See if you're out of gas. B. Make sure the engine is running. C. Try another gear, like reverse. (laughs) C. C.
0: C.
3: Correct.
4: (laughs) Question number three. What country is Carol Kane's accent from? A. Something Eastern European. B. Where whatever weird country Latka and Balki are from. (laughs) Or C, Manhattan. She's just (laughs) (laughs) Jewy.
2: I like B, but... I think c uh, is gonna
4: be the c, answer it's c yeah it's c very good good job with you
2: you uh, well passed.
0: uh here's your here's your card have we and if we didn't will you swear at me with the f word as if you're a dmv person that's in charge of all of the dmv <laughs> right
4: yeah yes please do that f with the you DMV.
0: yeah please do that um it's uh licensed to drive everybody we finally got around to this thing the two corys back together since uh dream a little dream was the last one
1: Right. We did. Right. Yeah. And we also saw the uh saw Lost Boys. Lost Boys movie. Oh, yeah. right.
0: I keep forgetting they had so was that the three that's the trifecta, or is there other things they did? Oh, together? there's others. There's oh, like seven there's films. 20. Oh, yeah. really? Seven films seven, they were in together?
2: Seven years worth of this, right? Really? A film almost <laughs> every year. Yeah.
4: I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I really if you would have asked, I said no, you just three license to drive. The... All All right. Right. Where Where we Here we go. Here comes
1: the list, boys. List. Okay. It's the Lost Boys, license to drive. Dream a little dream. Blown away. National Lampoons Last Resort. Dream a Little Dream Two. two. Yes, that actually exists. What? <laughs> what? And then and then we're stop we're stopping with the movie Busted, which uh i no one's ever heard of. They were also in a bunch of uh television shows together and they made cameos together. Yeah.
0: I mean they were <clears throat> lifelongers, man. Those two are joined. They yeah. had uh the Dream a Little Dream Two came out in ninety five. It was directed to video and they were in this wow yeah. okay so
4: theatrical releases it's just licensed to drive lost boys and dream a little dream right yeah, <laughs> yeah. seems like yeah
1: we're, we're we're expecting that national lampoon's last resort never showed on a screen bigger than small enough to fit in the back of a airplane seat
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well said
4: i, I think. remember i remember the days when putting National Lampoons at the beginning of your moodle movie title meant something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> when it right. Carried some weight. You actually thought you were going to get something good, like the the Griswolds were like on an vacation,
2: adventure or something. Right. Sure. But, yeah. but
0: not anymore, man. Van, Van, House.
2: Van Wilder was the last one that was actually stood up with any type of National well,
0: Lampoon, right? Was
1: it good, uh, though? Was Van it? Wilder's amazing. Really? Van yeah. Wilder
2: is like Classic. top
1: three National Lampoons films.
0: Um, that surprises yeah. me. For some I'm, reason, I'm I, had in my head, I had in my head that that one got you know no one liked it but maybe i i'm wrong oh no that was
2: really and that was uh, old Ryan reynolds first uh right
4: right first uh, so, first
2: time that i really remember seeing him in a film. Uh, yeah
0: breakthrough role yeah. Mm. yeah well there you go then who knew
2: made was, that
4: and event. i guess animal house isn't called national lampoons animal house but it is a national lampoon right thing uh, i just counted yeah. them
1: and there's 22 films that have national lampoons above oh five. wow really wow Two? really yeah that's a lot i, I know watched, all the
4: vacation films except vegas vacation isn't called national lampoons vegas vacation but it, all the but other it, ones
1: are it does it is in the 22
3: sure. I oh, it is. so okay. i watched
0: i watched a documentary about national lampoon i forgot the name of it um drunk stoned brilliant dead that's the one and i enjoyed the heck out of that that was a really good time i enjoyed that documentary quite a bit but uh yeah i forgot how much stuff they they kind of had their hands in like things that weren't necessarily national lampoon branded but that were all the writers or all the people Mm -hmm. that were doing National Lampoon stuff. And I'm looking at Animal House 78 original poster. It did have National Lampoons on it, but I don't remember that being there. But there it is, Brian. And they
2: marketed it according to which which marketing you got. Now, when it was originally released, I think you mostly only saw Animal House. But they've remarketed and resold it. As National Lampoon. They oh, kind okay. back of back and forth. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I, that's way, crazy. I don't remember that at I, all. But anyway, whatever. I
1: only counted 22 films that, that may have actually appeared in theaters. There's a
0: ridiculous
1: number of oh, like, oh, sure, uh, sure. Like movies you just never even heard of. Well, that's like, the
0: thing they didn't get into in that documentary is what are they now? Are they nothing yeah. now? Are they just, they're a, sold, right? They've been sold several times, right? And that the yeah. thing, and they do not make things mm-hmm. now, they don't make new new things as far as we know like i don't think they do I think. Oh, they no. still make yeah, you, uh 2015 like 2000... 15, oh. uh, drunk stone brilliant dead the story the right
5: right, yeah, right. but the magazine
1: the magazine ended like 20 years ago sure
0: but movies that are that are with their branded name on them i don't think they do those anymore it just you know, seems it like, like, a, like 2004
2: might have been the last one ah, let's see well 2013 uh, national lampoon presents oh. surf party. National. Yeah, League there's Boom one in
4: 2008, the great American, no, by okay. the way, in looking for this, um, it's funny, in IMDb, it'll tell you episodes of TV shows that, that mention it, of course. And uh, season one, episode 46 of At the Movies with Siskel and Ebert back in 1982, where nice. they reviewed National Lampoon's Vacation, Class, Staying Alive, Crawl, and A Star is Born. Wow. <laughs> nice. What That's a great.
1: lineup, man. This is like a film sack.
4: Yeah.
2: Speaking of Siskel and Ebert, <laughs> you guys should hit up the License to Drive review. Oh, yeah? Man. Yeah. It's, Did they do it's, a review on this? Yeah, absolutely, and oh, I uh, on, have, yeah, yeah. On one side is like the most hate you've ever heard for a, a movie, and on the other side is a little bit of,
4: eh, like part of
2: it. All right, that's fun. where I I'm see, at. It's
4: funny because I could see Ebert hating it, and yeah. I could see Siskel, right. you know, saying, "Oh, it's got a certain charm because of those two Corries. They're funny, <laughs> but you know, it's." <laughs> Is that it's what you think? So be, you think it's not going to be so, a level of stars born, Roger. Yeah.
2: So which which do you think Siskel <laughs> liked, you think? And, I think uh, Siskel
4: liked it, I think Ebert hated it. I think he would be absolutely and... backwards because really? that's what I used to
2: think too. Siskel hated it. Yeah. He oh, said wow. if I see one more dumb <laughs> car joke, as a matter of fact, they declared uh during that uh during that episode, they said they declared the car joke officially done. There was no humor in any type of car jokes.
0: Well, wow. has that upheld? You put a, you know, what was the joke? Uh, can't believe you can get a Mercedes into a into a Cadillac uh, truck uh, or something.
2: I think it's mostly talking about chase scenes. Oh, kind of like of humor in right. chase. Scenes.
4: And oh, it went off a, uh, you know, off of a ramp, a highway ramp, and it crashed down here, and it's still running, and now all the hubcaps are rolling off. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I just want to say
0: oh <laughs> i want you to say it too more than anything <laughs> that was really funny timing yes yeah i just See want to say and then he's completely muted i just got
4: something to say <laughs> randy oh, did that it like he, skype out it 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 sounds like he
0: yanked a cable out or something that's what it sounded like randy you there do you exist are you part of the world still are you there no randy all right great while he's uh, re-plugging things in, I have a th- I have a, I have a thought here, a thing to say. Oh, you know what? I can't go. I have to play this before I forget to stop or forget to do it. Do you guys know? <laughs> you guys know uh, the Talking Dead? You, you heard of the yeah. Talking Dead, right? It's a p- oh, podcast yeah. there. Uh, now there's two Talking Deads. There's the original rad, always been good uh, audio podcast that started uh, way back. And then the TV thing came along, Hardwick and those guys, and they're like, hey, we should make a show called The Talking Dead. That's original. They didn't bother to even look. So uh, they're not affiliated necessarily, but the audio show has been around forever. And um, the other day, it was pointed out to me by a fan, and uh, I heard it as well, that they mentioned us. Oh. And uh, in a very unique and, and interesting way. So. If we think we don't have any reach with some of the weird uh, things we do here on our film sack isms, for lack of a better term, right. uh, then you'd be wrong. Because check this out. I'm going to play this for you. Uh, it goes right. like this. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, I assume. You know, do you think Rick will do anything about that or just leave the baby? No,
2: baby? They're, they're, there's no way they're leaving the baby, Jason. I mean, you've said a million times that there is no way they
4: were are ever going to kill a baby on this show. Leaving that baby is just as bad.
0: You think they would, you don't think that they would chicken a bucket, that baby?
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> what? They would what? A bucket? <laughs> chicken a bucket. You've listened to Film Sack, right? Oh, not for years. Uh, the term chicken the bucket, like, uh, you remember the movie Wild Wild West? Yeah. Right at the beginning, Will Smith is in this big water, uh, tank, uh, treating it like a hot tub with this, uh, this hot chick. Okay. <laughs> and then Will Smith leaves. And the hot chick is just left in the bucket. So film sack used this term as a character or person in the movie or TV show that is just forgotten about. They're in a situation and they're just like never heard from again. So that's where I, I use the phrase "chicken the bucket." This baby uh, film sack still good. You should li- go back to listening to it.
0: Yeah. See, there you go. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Nice. nice.
2: Agreed. Nice little. Toss what can we out? do to bring you back? What can we do? Well, uh, <laughs> who knows? I, I want
1: to know. I also want to know what we can do to get uh, our audience to lo- watch these movies. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I'm more and more convinced that nobody actually watches the movies. <laughs>
4: there, I, think, yeah. I think there's a there's a small and vocal part of the community that don't watch the movies and and announces that very proudly on Twitter and in Facebook. But I think there, I would say a majority of our listeners watch the movies that, that we watch i agree and you
2: don't always have
4: to you don't have to watch them no in fact they went right. on i didn't record it but
0: it, they went on in this conversation to say it's not like you have to watch every movie they they discuss he says if it's one where you're like oh i haven't seen that or oh, that's one i'm super interested in or i would like to revisit it sure but it's not like you have to go oh uh freaking mortal Kombat 2 annihilation let's all get the popcorn and gather around the tv family <laughs> like you don't have to you can still have fun <laughs> So, yeah, it, right. either way, uh, it was just nice to hear that and, and those guys. Totally. Yes. Rad.
4: And <clears throat> one last thing, yeah. just to just to stave off the emails that we're uh, inevitably, inevitably going to get mm. uh, the uh, DMV allows ampersand, number sign, hashtag, oh. question mark, dollar sign, forward slant, equal sign, asterisk, plus sign, and yes, the at sign on your Wait, license plate. What? Wow. How,
2: how many Which of those DMV can you is use? This? Because. I need to. I need to. <laughs> do, you make want to a do you want have a license Brown plate pro- right, that looks like a swear <laughs> comic book swear? I swear yeah. comic books. I want that.
4: I thought the same thing, and good, they have in luck. the rules personalized plates require at least letter, at least one letter or one number. So oh. as long as you have a letter in there somewhere, right? Like yeah. begin it with the letter F, and then have ampersand, dollar sign, hashtag. I, I'm just no saying way.
1: I am <laughs> about to go get my license plate customized, and it's going to be like a WoW player named Legolas. Yeah. With the...
5: <laughs> yes. Do it.
1: the sp- ad sign for yeah. the A? With F- all of them, yeah. but, like I've I've seen people named Legolas, and there wasn't an actual letter in the in the name. You know. <laughs> so can I use
0: an asterisk? Do you think, or is that off the yeah, table? Yeah. Asterisk. Okay.
4: Bel- I, I'm amazed by some of these: colon, period, dash, comma, apostrophe, double quotes. All of these are acceptable. Really. Yes.
2: But you don't ever see him. I need to see more of this. I got to see more of this. This is crazy. I couldn't believe in the film. They expected me to believe that Grandpa, Grandpa would be available. Got <laughs> the vanity plate. Grandpa. Grandpa my yeah, mom, in, right, in right. yeah. In right. California. Yeah. In California. That's
1: the thing. He's, if it had been in Iowa, I would have been okay with it. Sure. Well, it's
4: it's uh, he's really old, and it's like Twitter. As long as you get there first, you can get whatever. So he's <laughs> gonna wait was.
2: around for for the previous grandpa to die. You just kind of yeah, like just, wait him he's out.
4: Just, he's just that old that as soon as they announced vanity plates were available, oh, I'll nice. get one for my Cadillac. Yeah. One
2: day I'm gonna be really old, and I'm gonna be known as grandpa. <laughs> I'm gonna own it. You're I gonna remember
0: gonna it. I remember being a kid in the '80s, a teenager in the '80s, and thinking every grandpa looked like the way this guy looked. They all look yeah, like yes. Bob Hope, about to retire yeah, all, Bob Hope, basically.
1: They all got the high-waisted pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah he, he fit right into my, <clears throat> my previous image of what a grandpa in the 80s looked like, and uh, they, they kind of nailed that. But uh, License to Drive is a weird movie because I went into this expecting the way I felt after uh, Dream a Little Dream. I thought I was just not going to like it, that I wasn't going to like the tag team between the Corys, uh, that none of this was going to land for me. And weirdly, I came out on the other side, kind of enjoying this movie more than I thought I would. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call this, you know, the the the, the un, unsung John Hughes of the generation film or any of right. that. Not even close. But it's a little more fun and um, I don't know, teen escapism than I thought it was going to be. And I should mention this is the first time I've seen it. I didn't see it back in the day.
4: No, hey, I've never, yeah, me never seen this either. Yeah. yeah. So this is new have, for me.
0: Can we have a
1: give me a trip alert though for what you just brought up? Oh hell yeah. It's a free range children movie. That's right. <laughs> it's a free range children movie, yeah. and there's no cops to be found. Yeah. And well, parents just sleep through all everything all the time. Yeah. And wow. by the way, the,
0: the cops that do show up are. are uh, listen, I have never been pulled over and had a person into my trunk ever in my life. Okay. So I can't say <laughs> I've had exact experience with this, but if there right. is a young girl in the back of my trunk or in the back of my car in the trunk, seemingly almost like maybe dead because she's so drunk and passed out and a cop opens it, they they don't just go, now what's this?
1: No. Now what you're you bringing doing? up you're bringing up my favorite least favorite thing about the movie, mm. which is the fact that women in this movie are either <laughs> drunk and ready to be sexually assaulted or pregnant. That's it.
4: Those are your what two you choices. Mean, what do you mean ready to be sexually? The, the Corey Feldman is like uh, snapping Polaroids of uh, yeah. Flash, you know, that real rolling, that, rolling. that whole scene made me very down. uncomfortable. Very yes, very uncomfortable. And was,
2: there was there was uh, innocence about this that. I don't, it it is, it is a two, it's a double-edged sword because there's an innocence about it because it's like, okay, we're not really doing anything that bad. We're just having a good time. And they never really approach any type of sexual intercourse. They only briefly play with ideas. I I, I know
1: you don't, you don't want to be on that side of a strange debate, but I mean, in the 80s, (laughs) in the 80s, we... We we weren't innocent of things like this, right? Like I mean, it's not the like, film well, the
2: film was only, innocent. I'm not saying the '80s were innocent. I'm saying this film well, that's, played well, and that's what you luv-
1: try to that's what you try to get with the free range children trope, right? Like right. they don't know better. Right, they're right. just kids. well, it
4: is it is the adults are dumb, children are smart and funny yeah. and can get away with anything. By the way, one quick thing about the police, they uh, here's your chicken in the bucket. They still have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Less's um, yep. library card with his name right. on it, so right. they right. can they can say, "All right, now that we've done that, uh, got that riot dealt with, let's go after this kid who this had was... a woman in the trunk and <laughs> was driving without See, a license." This
2: is, this is from an adult perspective. To me, I was, I was trying to work myself into my sixteen-year-old belief system from '88 when I was watching this, and I'm like, when he, uh, when. When he was found out that he had failed his driver's test, the written part, mm-hmm. I was like, just run, dude, just run. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. I mean, even if he ran, they'd be able to catch him. But that's not what you think when you're 16. You're like, if you can oh. just get out of this, if you can just have a situation that trumps this situation,
4: no one will come back.
2: No, and, you're and right. So you're right. As
4: soon as the guy says, "Oh, here, congratulations. Here's your driver's license." Oh, somebody wants yeah. to talk to you. Uh, no, thanks. That's cool. I'm 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 gonna go now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> right. I,
0: I agree that what you're saying is true of the mind of a 16 year old. But what the the thing that really bugged me about that back seat thing with Corey Feldman, the camera, and, and Laura Graham or what's her name? Mm-hmm. Heather. Heather, Heather, Graham. Heather Graham. I always say Laura Graham.
4: I know, Ooh. but Laura Graham is awesome too. Yeah,
0: she's good too. Uh, <laughs> uh, is that it's it's <laughs> I mean part of the problem is if you're a teenager in 1988 when this comes out and you go see this thing the the concern would be I'm not saying it's 100% founded but the concern is that kids are watching this going oh yeah well, that's a thing I'd do if I had her in the back of my like you're you're kind of you're kind of perpetuating an idea that is look, actually super violating most
2: hey yeah. look look most of us most of us and I'm not sure about this current generation because I can't speak to it but during the 80s I got to say most of us were virgins at sixteen. Okay, most of us were virgins at seventeen. Like, it was a couple just, of
0: us were virgins just, at twenty-two. Well, I just would this like, to right. point <laughs> out.
2: This, and this movie, this movie does play kind of loose with their
1: ages. It it obviously it's letting you know that the main character is fifteen turning sixteen, but everything else is kind of like Heather Graham is presented as a bit of an older mm. teenager and you know like you, you never get any real sense of whether they're all in the same class and this kind of thing right. and that works for it because like he's mentioned as having a a, a, a twin sister right but which uh, like she's weird. clearly dating an older guy and and that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah, it's just right. it, it, it doesn't Arl. give you many details and it so it lets you kind of fit to whatever your expectations are yeah. which is which is smart but the movie is not that smart like right. it's sure. a really about, dumb movie yeah <laughs> can we talked about dumb.
2: carl for a minute grant has oh, yeah, been yeah, in right. so many things wait 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 who's the he the, bro- yes. the
0: brother the
2: brother yeah. no, no, no no the no, boyfriend he
4: was, of the sister yeah, oh, he's oh, Carl. oh, that yeah. guy. Yeah, Car- okay.
2: communist, communist Carl. You don't remember? <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, yeah, no. That, I, that I, name,
1: boy, that name was subtle. Yeah, right. right. Well, so was Mercedes Lane, yeah.
2: but I mean, right. the movie was right.
4: definitely not <laughs> subtle with the name. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, what's his deal? I've seen him in a million things, but I couldn't he place it, it while I was watching. I think
4: he's the main bad guy in True Lies, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he is. He is
2: oh like man. so
0: many things over the
2: years oh uh, that's who this Iraqi, is uh, he was yeah. such yeah. a
0: kid in this that i just could not yeah. it was it was familiar but i just could not place it uh i'm showing the video here for people who are watching the video version yeah he's like in true lies argo monuments Men, good luck, good or good night good luck like that guy's a that guy's all over what the he, freaking place. He, he was is, totally yeah.
2: all over my eighties TV. I recognized him instantly. He goes all the way back to Joni loves Chachi, Family <laughs> Ties, Happy Days. <laughs> and you know what's, Hardcastle what's and McCormick. Is, wow. Oh my he's, god, look at that.
1: Yeah. He's he's so like uh typecast, like stereotyped. Oh, right. Yeah. And the guy the guy was born and raised in Los Angeles. He's not like you know what I'm saying? they, they didn't go right. they didn't go find him in Iran to play an Iranian Gee, later
2: in right. life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, what are you saying? I mean, I find that hard to believe with the casting of the '80s. Well, well, doing well doing no, it's funny
4: because I mean, if you look at his character names yeah. throughout the '80s and even into the '90s, he's playing you know lab technician and yeah. <laughs> Mitchell and Rick and Buddy, and it is until True Lies. Oh, Faisal! But now we're gonna like let's yeah. let's uh, cast him as every stereotype terrorist yeah yes. uh, in dangerous
0: in dangerous curves the same year he was named wally wilder like <laughs> he's, he's made a
4: career man
2: yeah, he's made yeah. A career, rick
0: yeah, <laughs> his I, name is rick and something really
3: i funny. i did
1: like how tidy the movie is yeah. like as soon as he appears to take the sister on a date you know they're gonna intersect with yeah cory later like there was no doubt about that sure. they they didn't have they didn't like loose ends. I, I think there were a couple, but they were really, really minor. this This film is this really self-contained story, that's basically the story of destroying a car slowly
2: overnight, yeah yeah mm-hmm. which, and once, uh, it, it really escalates because yeah, because yeah. it 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 goes from, you know that and I remember being, okay, this movie captures something really well, which is the experience as a teenager of trying to get a license and the experience of a teenager with your first car. I mean, it is so spot on for that because you could literally walk up to a car. That was your first car and see a scratch from 12 feet away. You would instantly recognize it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so from watching that little scratch and then, Oh my God, I was literally, I did not think I was invested in this movie at all. Cause I was just kind of like halfway (laughs) watching. But by the time the drunk guy is driving grandpa's caddy, I am, I am yelling at the screen. Yeah. stop
0: every, you know, every side slapping the, the uh, concrete yeah. wall and every time yeah, i, I mean, see every
4: like they go through a bunch of uh, p- uh pylons and things like that way early on that don't seem yeah, to cause yeah. any damage to the car until <laughs> yeah like that
0: jump off the freeway thing come on man that thing should have right, right. should have done... but all
4: you need apparently all you need is a rubber mallet and cory feldman <laughs> and you can make the hood not only look you know like right. it's been tapped wow. out but, like, completely so, waxed and perfectly... Yeah, so,
1: so he is apparently the greatest dent remover ever. <laughs> <Right>. this, <laughs> right. He should go right into a career of, like,
2: exotic dent removal. This yeah. kid... And, you know, that set me up because his dent removal was so good, I was convinced I knew where the story was going. I was like, okay... Yeah, so yeah they're too. gonna take it back to Feldman's house yep, yep, and right. you know they're gonna repair everything and the parents are gonna be none the wiser they played it totally different mm-hmm. totally different yeah, they did
0: I uh something I was gonna say about him uh or about that whole thing and I forgot what it was oh I know what it was every time I see a, sh- a movie and it can be planes trains and automobiles it can be this it can be anything where the car is getting destroyed yeah and s- kind of slowly or over time yeah. And you're really frustrated with oh my gosh, I cannot believe he just did that to the window. Okay, well, at least it's just the window. Oh shit, now the undercar, you know, like you that right. slow yeah. degradation of the car. Always, always without fail I have this vivid memory of me and a friend uh will not use names, walking through a parking lot of a mall and he saw a like a, just a sports car, I don't even remember what it was, like a really nice, maybe it was even vintage, like a vintage Mustang, like a 53 Mustang or something rad like that. Right. It wasn't and, a Ferrari with Heather Graham sitting in the passenger no, seat. No, it wasn't waiting. like that. Although okay. he may okay. have done it, but he <laughs> resented it so much that somebody would have such a cool car. <gasps> it wasn't double parked. It wasn't weirdly <gasps> parked or anything. He took. He would take out his key and he would walk <gasps> past the side of this car and just go grind all the way up the side of the car. And I oh never, I gosh. never. It's one of my great regrets because I never knew what to do. I never knew what to do. Yeah. Like, it happened, Run. and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're still going to the, the food court, and then we'll go to the arcade, maybe? And <laughs> That, sir, is the markings of a serial killer. Run, <laughs> is what you
4: do. That's how it starts.
0: <clears throat> but I can't... It's, only, it's like, impossible to see anything where a car is being destroyed and not think of that. It, it's, like, so a weird... What,
2: what is your favorite car destruction movie? Because mm. I've got to see... Well, I think... I, I, it's hard not to go with planes, trains, the It Girls, really is, I, right? Because I, it's I, done
4: so well, in the and the uh, the yeah. whole delivery of uh, well uh, right? Uh, none of the gauges are you know all the gauges are melted, and uh, yeah, yeah. The, but the radio still works. Imagine sure. that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I actually I I think I have
1: an answer to this. Yes. I think I think it's gone in sixty seconds. The Nick oh, Cage yeah. version. Mm. That's a good where one. Where all he wants in the world is a is a 73 Mustang, and he finally gets his hands on one, and then it just gets beaten
0: down over time. Yeah, or, or it on.
4: was originally going to be titled Kind of Fast and Sort of Furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, just sli-
0: slightly furious and some Slightly fast, furious, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think i I've had a... it. I was going to say, um, hmm. I mean, so, for me, know what? It, for me, it needs you this element what? of, like, it needs this intense element of this needs, oh, I got it, I got it. Why are yep. we so stupid? This is it. This is the ultimate one. This is it. It's okay. the, it's Cameron's dad's car from Ferris Bueller's yeah, Day Off. Oh. Okay. That's a good one. That's yes. a really
4: good a great one. one. Yes, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I was totally to it. Pick a one and Blind Date was coming to mind. the The Bruce Willis one uh, where yeah, yeah. Uh, oh she God. just slowly destroys him and the car over the course of the evening. But Freaking no, you got it, date. Ferris Bueller. For yeah, sure. and that one has all the anxieties with it that I'm
0: talking about. The feeling yes. of oh my gosh, yes. don't hurt this. Oh my gosh, those guys. The valet drivers took it for a spin. We didn't know it. <laughs> Uh, the,
4: <laughs> you for like a, lead, yeah. like a,
0: a jump uh <laughs> yeah and then they put it on they, they're like where are all these miles come from and they put it in reverse thinking that's going to fix it and yep. then it spins out of control and flies out of that fancy house they lived in like right. it is the ultimate and oh my gosh I'm dead one. my parents are going to kill me I'm dead the, nobody does that point, better
2: Ebert got it wrong on that point because I really think that by the time you get to Tommy boy that is some of the funniest car destruction scenes i have seen <laughs> the oh movie. with the uh
4: the, the deer and
2: uh... with the deer that wakes up i mean because it, it starts <laughs> off very slowly with uh chris you know chris farley right drawing, like, like uh, leaving his m&ms on the dashboard and uh they take a turn and those m&ms just roll <laughs> all in down in the heater vents and stuff and it's like and just
4: escalates over
2: time. The, it's just,
4: uh, right. The, that, the, the that you know, is door, door getting knocked off. And then, yeah, what did you right? do? <laughs>
1: and, yeah, that, that's streaming, by the way. And it really it actually holds up. I'm telling oh, you, yeah. it, it's I'll not bet. as it's not as bad as you might hope or fear it is. Oh,
4: I don't think Tristan has seen Tommy Boy. I think that's I need to fix that. No, so my, Tommy my Boy, Tommy Boy is
0: a weird combination of um, lucky and it, somehow it worked like it shouldn't be very good, but it is. Because uh, yeah. there are other efforts that they did, their own little Corey moments of other movies they did together like that. What's the other one they did? Um, shit. It's uh, a Black yes. Sheep. Black Sheep is a oh, bad, yeah, bad Sheep. movie. Black Sheep sucks. Bad. Bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, you guys. I don't know if you've seen Black Sheep in a while, but it sucks. I, I, oh,
1: it I like that then. movie. I'm going to just stick with it. I don't need to rewatch it and find out. I like that movie. I. It was it was a mainstay for me when I was in like college, yeah. and I just don't want to I don't want to hear anymore.
0: So this says this right. was directed by Peter Siegel. That can't be the guy from. It, yes, yeah.
1: no, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah, it, it's no wait. Yes, no. Yes,
0: it's not that, the guy. It. It's Save not. It. It's not the, the way. From, wait, wait, don't, don't tell, tell me. Me. me it can't no, be. No, that's
4: segel You're a totally oh. different guy. Oh, <laughs> <it's> the astronomer <laughs> the, with the turtlenecks. No, stop it. No. <laughs> uh can we
1: i also just want to say one more thing about the trope of the car that gets the the car that gets beaten down but still running in the end
5: uh
1: that is that is all over the fast and the furious movies they they use it on at least one car in every movie yeah and and Mm. the most recent one they start with it Mm. like that this is the big trope at the very beginning Uh, dom is driving some horrible beaten up bucket of bolts against a Ford Fairlane in Cuba. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And the whole race is just destroying the car to until he it's literally on fire in the end and then ends up going in the ocean or something. Right. <laughs> like it they really like take that to its limits. But anyway. Yeah.
0: No, I agree. Uh,
2: this, movie that... asked, this movie asked made me ask a lot of questions about <laughs> visual tropes possibly oh, like I was going to say plausibility. Yeah. Plausibility. <laughs> okay. What am I doing with my life? A lot of questions came
0: up during I also, during I moment. also think that there is a <clears throat> major MacGuffin in this movie that pissed me off and from the minute it started till the minute they ignored it. And I'm, your I'm still annoyed by this. So here goes. Uh, they get in the car with Will Smith's looking dad, right? right. And he says... No, you
2: know, it's, it's Will Smith's uncle, and that's
0: that's James Avery. No, yeah. but that ain't the right... That's not the that's right That's James actor, Avery. Is that, is that the right Hello, guy? Hello, thanks. It is James yes.
2: Avery, yeah. James wait avery. from one from one end to the other james avery the Crush uncle from Prince the of bel-air place.
4: wait cool that's thanks. not
0: that same guy though it is yes the same it guy. is yes oh you're right it is he didn't look like never mind i take it all back i what i said earlier was wrong that is that guy i was sure <laughs> it wasn't him anyway whatever it doesn't matter so they're in the thing okay. and he yeah. says <laughs> uh if you don't dump my coffee out then you you pass if you dump it out then you whatever and it's that's fine whatever but he puts right. this coffee down, which, by the way, is the most to-the-brim possible <laughs> oh, yes. right. coffee. Right. You can't Basically, move. He's yeah.
2: doing that Jurassic Park jiggle thing. Yeah. Worse yeah. than that, right. Like you
0: can't move any direction a centimeter without that thing spilling. There's just exactly. no way to do yes. it. So it's then he sets that on the dash. And, right. and then the kid yeah. slowly pulls out, and he's looking. He's kind of eyeballing the cup, and it's sort of not spilling yet. Sloshing just a little bit, but not enough to go over the lip. And and then I see him and all the other escort-driving test car kids go down to like a basically a gutter to get out into the main road that gutter alone would have tossed that <laughs> thing to the side so, yeah. so now that's yeah. fine whatever i'll I'll park my brain on that later on he's trying to be careful he's going up a hill now the thing's only got half the liquid in it so did it spill or what happened because when they showed it again it's like tipped to the side and he's on that big hill with the old guy behind him and there's just like half a cup in there and it, i'm thinking well all right did he already fail was it never that much is this just a, a inconsistent just thing yeah you, he was just getting drunk you okay. are the, you are the siskel
2: of film Because yeah, siskel he, had he three continu- minutes to review this movie and you and you said the same thing he did
4: <laughs> he's, but, he's continuously drinking it because at the very end of the driving test when it flips around because he you know almost uh, runs over the girl uh, he says, oh, it's all right, you're lucky, I, it's already empty, I drank it all. But he so. didn't
0: say that, though. He just said it was empty like it was
4: always empty. He never show, He's never shown drinking it, and he <laughs> well, doesn't... How else would it be, if it's, if it's empty, and Corey is passing the test because he didn't spill any, then what else? What my, other here's, my it be, here's my explanation. He <laughs> here's
0: my explanation for that. I think right. that it is way undercooked for the way they handled all that stuff. And the reason I think that is because you already established that this is a movie where Corey Feldman can have very vivid dreams that seem like Corey, they cro- Corey sorry, Corey Haim. There's they very vivid dreams <laughs> yeah. that cross into reality. Like, Oh, I don't know. All the kids are chained up to their feet in a freaking bus to get right. to school. That happened. that happened. By the way, I, ro- I rode bus five.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right. And all those kids, by the way, are burned horribly. Uh, you know, he was trying to get the bus driver, but all those kids died as well in that massive fireball thing. They were- did. So, and they never addressed that well mm-hmm. would it have they, killed they were, him were better off here's my other, okay so
0: let's <laughs> let's go with brian let's go with ibitz thinking that he drank it okay well we just have to assume that he drank it yes if we drank all assumed it, that. then well, that, that means all got out of then it. that means that Corey Haim should not have had a moment of complete panic with slow motion cup flying in the air oh, down wait, to what's his name's right. crotch because he would have seen him drink the whole thing well, he
1: was
2: focused on
0: right. that. He was
1: panicked. He was panicked because he almost ran over. It's wrote. a like, shitty,
4: also, shitty
0: scene. It's not and good. also, <laughs> it
4: means that it means that his driving could have gotten progressively worse through the, throughout the whole test, and it yeah. would have passed because as long as his his driving was just <laughs> this, just good enough to not spill whatever was left in that cup. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Let's face it. This movie played with sixteen-year-old logic, which was that I, yeah, driving. Driving, uh, driving, uh, avoiding accidents is a good driver. Being able to spin right. a car around is a good driver. No, a good driver is someone who is courteous and, and uh,
4: follows the rules. That's what a good driver is. Right. right. I'm surprised the plausibility meter didn't go off with the whole uh oh your sister did really well on the test you're related to her yeah, therefore we're great. going to pass God, you as well
2: <laughs> my <laughs> eyes were rolling so hard i was like ah yeah,
4: <laughs> it was
2: completely plausible sure yeah, yeah. Sure. or it never happened or the fact ever, that there's
4: a a street ever. sweeper out at 1 a.m uh when they're you know when it when it yeah, passes was... because they're going so slow it's the 1 a.m street sweeping you know yeah or 2 a.m kinda... 2 a.m protests <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, they, you know
0: that, that you know whole, how they happen. Sure. That
1: whole thing, we're the government, and we're going to do something differently than we always do. It is just the stupidest <laughs> thing ever put in film. But, um, the you know, Scott, the, I I I don't think it was a good movie. Yeah. But I, there's there's all of these little things where people are trying really hard, and it's funny. You know. Oh no! Listen,
0: like, like I said, I I think they captured. There's something in the Corey Haim performance specifically that captures the, the neuroticism of a sixteen-year-old who is just enamored with a girl and and can't yeah and wants to date this girl so bad but he's kind of a nerd and he doesn't have his license yet and 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 i know this is a little bit different in today's society because i have kids who've gone through this and they don't care as much but when Mm -hmm. i was a kid 15 meant i'm about to drive and you were Mm -hmm. stoked and it's all that mattered and you couldn't wait until it was you and not your parents in that car and you're picking your friends up and going to a place. And worrying that you're parking wrong and afraid someone's going to key your car or someone's going to egg you as you drive by or whatever. All of those right. things, I think Corey uh, Tame captured that. And 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 actually, it's really effective. Like, they really got Let's give this- got got Let's- that right for me. So so it, this is not a movie I can walk away from and go, oh, this is terrible. I actually came away liking it way more than I expected to. And I don't think it's, mm-hmm. you know... It's
2: not. Let's give let's give credit to the to the screenwriter because uh, th- this, whoever wrote this really got it because I was I was in the same situation I thought as a high school student that in order to get a girlfriend I needed to have a car and not just any car a car that would not be embarrassing and so <laughs> the fact that I couldn't get a car was devastating. You blamed all your problems on that fact. Sure. So I feel sure. like this was, this was very timely to understand that generation's struggle and put that into a uh, screenplay. I, I and agree. it's such a, it's such a universal, uh, it's such a universal, uh, experience of wanting to get your driver's license. This hasn't really been addressed much in many movies since, but they're about to reboot this with an all female cast. Whoa. What? Uh, Good. Yeah, so License to Drive is being rebooted uh, with right. a female cast. Oh, fine. Uh, and I don't, I'm like, why did it take so long? Because this movie only cost $8 million to make, but made over $250 million or something like that. So I'm like, why didn't they ever continue to pursue this? It was a well, financial it success. It might have been that that,
0: guy, that actor who played the valet uh, was yeah, uh, yeah. horribly uh, uh, sexually molesting Corey Haim. Yes. That might have been part yes. of it. That could be Um, part of it. Yeah, this is apparently the. So it's it's, we didn't mean to time this like this, but Corey Feldman's coming out and saying who was responsible for uh, a lot of the abuse for him, uh, the Haim and other child actors at the time one of the people they named is this John Grissom guy not John Grisham it's just so people know we're right, not right. the wrong guy <laughs> uh, he, he's this dude that's I guess currently on the run like nobody can find this guy and he's served time for an- uh, other stuff but yeah like he's this movie is one of those times like post Lucas where Haim yet again ran into this thing like the more I hear about the way these kids were treated back then the more I'm like not surprised A that that Hame had that horrible drug problem that ultimately led Mm -hmm. to his death or that Feldman is as weird as he is
3: because he is, he is
0: completely weird now and he's weird in a way that feels like uh, a big block for an awful Yeah, You know what I mean? Our knowledge of
1: this stuff goes back. Our our knowledge of the depravity of such things goes back to like Judy Garland in the fifties. Sure. And, and it's, it's, Something that we're only, and by the way, if you're listening to this in the distant future, we're recording in late 2017. We're in the middle of uh, this ongoing, almost daily scandal building around powerful men uh, sexually assaulting everybody in sight.
2: Yeah. And, it's mostly and, in Hollywood,
0: but not exclusive to. But yes. And it's mostly going all the way back
2: to the seventies, the revelations from the seventies all the way up to modern. Yeah. And, just, yeah.
0: Stuff and, that right. happened last year even for right. one of the Kevin Spacey accusers. But it's like we yeah, remember right write down the time you're that we're recording this because it is like the purge right now. It's and, crazy.
1: Well, and and this movie is the worst for this sub
2: the subject, yeah. Uh we well, hate Randy just fell out again but uh <laughs> to continue his to continue his idea we had uh we had actually planned on watching this film uh we had put it on the books almost two or three months ago and which was prior to to rose mcgowan's uh mm. harvey weinstein which really kicked all this stuff off just right. me right. too uh and so i actually was excited when we When we put this on because i I loved the 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 you know the two Coreys, I loved that time period and watching these silly movies, and I loved it and uh, I'll tell you it it made it hard for me to watch license to drive this time around yeah uh, because mm-hmm. knowing the abuse and and all the things that were going on in their personal lives. It, it really, it really hurt my viewing this time. It did around. Me, it, didn't it did me it as well. It
1: depicts the abuse of Heather Graham's character. Yeah, well, I don't like it. it. I hate right. that she, scene.
0: Freaking hated it. it was gross. Yeah, scene. It's Super. the whole movie. Well, the
1: whole movie. Yeah, she, but you know, just, you know what I mean. Like it really, it really damsel.
0: ramps up in the back when she's passed out and and Jimmy Bob yeah. gets the camera and it's like, okay, all right, guys, let's freaking. And you know what I was? Yeah. Corey Haim is the only. He was the voice of reason in that scene where yes. he's like, oh my gosh, right. dude, put that away. Blah blah blah. And He's freaking out. But ugh, icky ooh. Now would we
4: would we feel as uncomfortable watching the the shower thing, the, the Porky's peephole in the shower <laughs> scene these I've days? I've always felt yes. uncomfortable watching that.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. It gets always. worse with every
1: passing day. And and so do all of these things that just casually excuse, you know, sexual assault.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. It's all making it's, it feels bad. It's just, it just feels bad. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean so, we're saying to everybody that it's wrong for you to be attracted to somebody i got this email yesterday going with all this stuff is everyone just telling me it's not right for me to find my girlfriend attractive no oh you dipshit God. that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my
4: life so shut up no but if you get yeah. her drunk and then take nude pictures of her that's that's bad that's yeah. probably crossing yeah. the
0: line just being a be a nice consenting normal person you weirdos it's it's so weird too how to a lot of men
1: the word consent just sounds like the greatest mountain to climb.
3: Uh,
1: I could never get consent for this thing that I want. Therefore, the world is against me.
0: Also, if you're actively constantly seeking consent, there's something wrong. In other words, if you're if your <laughs> hey. whole if your whole dating life is just oh, I can't. I got to get consent. Do I have the proper forms? Like what are you even doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Just like, hey, so can, we, can I stop feeling icky? And can we go back to talking about
2: something wholesome? A you, scene that's very wholesome in this. Do story? it. Is a Carol? Or, is a Carol? We found kind of, one. Okay. Like, oh, I actually did find something very wholesome. And, Carol and Kane eating that, an
4: entire thing of mashed potatoes.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yes. it, it is in that scene because it is. It is the. Uh, it is the sit-down dinner that mm. I, I have it partaken in, except like at Thanksgiving. But the nightly ritual of actually sitting down yeah. with your entire family. I'm not sure if is just something that my family stopped doing or if it's just something that has faded away. But during the eighties, you literally and and prior to that, you literally could not uh you just get up and leave the table. Yeah. If mom made you something, you stayed unless Corey Feldman was outside laying on the horn and mom <laughs> had enough. <laughs>
0: So. Listen, I have, I have, I don't, I don't want to sound like I uh, got pooped out the back end of a Norman Rockwell painting, but we, <laughs> we still do this at our house, like every okay, night, yeah, dinner yeah. with everybody.
1: And by the way, you know what else you do? If one of your kids' friends comes and honks at your house, you murder him. That is also Norman Rockwell <laughs> on the
4: horn. Yeah, I
1: have that painting of the dad going outside <laughs> with a steak knife and murdering the other child. And, by Wait. the way, it's justified. You get off free. They let you go from court. You have to go file some papers.
0: Yeah. By right? the way, uh, Ch- you just brought up the chicks in the bucket. <laughs> there were two of them. They were in the car with him the night they went to that party at that house. They and were their mom. They were, yeah. Okay, all, oh, yeah, that's right. Well, who was the other girl? There was another Feldman's girl in there. Was it Feldman's, Feldman's mom? I'm assuming or? that was his sister. I
2: don't know if they, I, I'm not sure if they mentioned it. I might have missed it. But it was definitely his mom driving.
4: Yeah. Who, yeah, by yeah. the way,
2: is a vampire. Yeah. Uh, well, and, who also, right. by
4: the way, uh, was, was was a consenting adult in the lay on the horn yes. in the driveway right. of another yes. person and
2: left and left is and left is
4: her kids and other people's kids. After she got passed
2: by these, you know, college looking students saying <laughs> saying very rude, right. things. inappropriate,
4: yeah. uh, inappropriate yeah. things. Yeah, she's a bad
0: she's a bad mom. It's bad parenting. Yeah. Is what's going yeah, on yeah, there? Bad mom. But uh, 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 for me, also, the sister is a bit of a chick in the bucket. I feel like we never got any real resolution with her. Uh, that right. is to say, Corey Haim's sister. The little brother, there for a hot second, and then that's it. We're done. Oh, uh, man,
4: I forgot that he had a little brother. He did. That yeah. It yeah. popped out like, uh, like you know, as uh, Carol Kane is going through yeah. uh, labor. Like, oh, hi.
0: Yeah. Hey, brother. He was at dinner, but that's about it. And then yep. uh, I do want to say, I want to throw some love in the direction of uh carol kane and the guy who oh, plays yeah. the husband richard masur yeah. uh, i richard. love those guys they're great they're yeah. great everything i've ever seen him in makes me smile she's always entertaining whether it's princess bride or like you said taxi or kimmy schmidt yeah she's yeah. just a, a delightful kind of a delightful yeah, weirdo i she love her
1: he is definitely the same thing in every movie he's in which is fine
0: yeah right? it's totally fine it's because it's good because we like it he's got the it's the Michael Sarah thing. It's like, yeah, we like right. your thing, and so go keep doing your thing. We, we and you know what? If, yeah. if
1: if you looked him up and found out he was Seth Rogen's dad, you'd be like, oh, I could see it. Oh, totally, <laughs> I totally did. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs>
4: pretty. funny. I'd forgotten that he was in um, uh, the thing. Hmm. Yeah. Oh wait. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, he was one uh, of the one of the dudes that uh, yeah Get, the- gets killed killed no. him gee right. that, that
2: that's pretty much everybody that narrows yep. it down uh, yeah right? yep. he was also in risky business i don't remember that role very he was
4: much. the he was the um the college interviewer that comes oh. over and interviews uh, uh tom cruise while the party's going on in the other that's room. right that's
2: <laughs> hey right. i got i got another 80s thing that i don't think anybody does anymore All right and they did it in this movie as well and it kind of shocked me uh the slide around uh that Everybody was, all the teenagers were sliding around mm-hmm. in shoes and socks. Oh, you name it. They yeah, they were I that. sliding around. Yeah. And-
4: yeah. Like Corey Him goes running up to uh, Mercedes in, in her yeah. car and he slides in the for about, yeah, and he slides about four feet. Like yeah. he stops walking or stops running and just slides in his shoes. on, like, on <laughs> pavement what kind of? It had no grip on those shoes apparently. Yeah. Just how did you the, do you uh, do? The streets were so much greasier back in the eighties. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. very maybe greasy. He, maybe he had wheel, uh, wheelies. What are they, what are they called? Wheelies, wheelies. Right,
2: wheelies. wheelies. Yeah. Maybe he Maybe wheelies. 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 I wonder. I kind of wonder if that eventually got there because I, I I started thinking back. I was like, yeah, there was. Seems like there was a scene in Teen Wolf. There was there was sliding on the feet like that, and there was just. I, it I love it a as a, teenagers. Yeah. I,
1: I love it as a trope because it's the kind of thing that only happens in movies, yeah. and mm-hmm. it it happens because you you're shooting on film. You have to set up your shot. It, it it allows the character to display a lot of energy and still come from out of frame into frame very quickly. This all this stuff sure. that's you know like it's this movie stuff. But right. you're absolutely right. You relate it to these teenage movies, specifically from the '80s. Yeah. I'll bet you the
4: newer teenage
1: movies they don't do it
0: anymore. Uh, I'll tell you what. Like uh, the, the as soon as you said it, first thing I thought it was Breakfast Club in the hallway when they're uh, yes. trying oh, to get
4: right, get right. away from Yeah, Dean. but those are those are slick floors, and we all know that Carl the janitor <laughs> had just cleaned them. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Can we talk
0: about another trope? Sure. Are we <laughs> sure. Hold on. Well, let me push this button here that has the name trope on it. Hold on. Here we go.
1: This movie has uh, a wild teen party. Yeah. We were just getting there. Mom mm-hmm. drives uh, the Corys to this wild teen party.
0: Yeah. And the third Cory, um, uh, that's where we meet the third Cory for the first time. The the other kid, the, whatever Oh his yeah, name is. Right. Yeah. Charles so, or... Uh, yeah. Yeah, Charles. That guy so, was the most not needed I, character in the history of movies. But. <laughs> right, He's really just so, there
4: for the camera, which is the least needed prop in this film. Yep. It doesn't solve... Yeah. Like, the it camera's yeah. not used to solve a problem like... Wait yeah. a minute! I have a picture of the thing mm-hmm. that uh, will okay. get us out of this situation.
2: Yeah. Really dumb. This had oh, okay, so but, many extra characters for no point. I've never seen a movie. But, but don't that, don't that.
1: don't leave me just yet. Sorry, I want to no, I want to demonstrate that the wild teen party is not just a trope in movies. Yeah. Hmm. So I want someone to tell me about an actual example of such a thing that they attended or heard. Yes. Uh, yes.
2: Oh yeah, I've, I've been to I've been to teen parties. They were never. You that's just last kinda, week. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's totally not right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, was, I went to teen parties, but they were nothing. Uh, they, it's about like no all, all one ever had. Right?
0: OK, I'll tell you, I've been to these parties, too, but nobody okay. ever had the giant houses and pools these people have. Yeah, that's right. it. Nobody right. was that that's rich. Hard. No, somebody had to have them. I, I mean, mean someone existed. someone had them, but none of the parties I went to. Like it, sure. To me, I relate to this only because I've seen a thousand uh, 80s teen movies where this mystery house in California Hill somewhere existed and everybody went there, but otherwise lived like Marty McFly. Like they just you never so, went you never went okay. to a party that was like just at somebody's dank basement. It was always so some I, big open beautiful I, thing.
1: I, I went to a couple of these in high school and the one that sticks out the most for me was a 16, 16th birthday party for a friend of mine and she was turning 16 and she did ha- live in a big house with a pool yeah. but it was at night so the pool was not a factor right and the the things about the trope that make it a trope are things like everybody's dancing which has never happened in the existence of humanity <laughs> and there's sex going on upstairs no there isn't because mom and dad are in the kitchen Likes in at every these room. yeah however mm. i must say at this particular party that i went to when i was 16 and i i drove my dad's truck over there. I picked up a couple of friends and took them over there and then I had to be the escape mechanism for one of them who got drunk and his name was uh, George Tapia and George Tapia uh, I didn't George know. George
2: just got outed. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Yeah, he did.
1: Uh, <laughs> and I didn't know George uh, still had booze on him and so I was asked would you please take George home from this party this house is filled with kids Yeah. and so I get him out to the, my dad's truck and we're I'm driving him to his house which is across town and he pulls out like a flask and then manages to spill booze all <laughs> over the inside of my dad's car oh. my dad's truck this is this is the extent of it though like this is the that's the whole story right that that was the most scandalous thing i i have to go home and tell my dad so uh
0: here's a problem yeah and <laughs> And but it's, it's a, but it's a piece of it. Like you felt those emotions, this movie does a pretty good job of explain uh, of of expressing those. Don't you think? Like it's it, right. But that it's sense a like panic ex- and this oh movie no.
1: depicts my experience that night yeah. times a thousand. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. which movies I guess are supposed to do. It's just like uh, it, you know that what makes it a trope is the ridiculous uh, extra extremes, you know?
0: I agree. I right. want to see if you guys I have a list of some of the trivia, and I want you guys to see uh, I want to see if you guys can tell me which ones you think are bullcrap because uh, mm-hmm. Some of this trivia sounds like horse shit to me, but I'm going to read it to you and you tell me mm-hmm. neither Corey Feldman or Corey Haim had a driver's license when filming started. That seems uh, that seems that's, that's true. I'm
2: sure. They were they both, actually they were both actually that said age. that. Yeah. yeah, they all actually uh, Haim Definitely said it
0: during an yeah. interview. Yeah, about I remember hearing it. that, too. Like they were young. Mm-hmm. They were 15, 16, whatever. Uh, nine Cadillacs were purchased to use for this movie. Now, that one seems a okay. little fishy. Yeah, I
2: believe that. that. That's, yeah. that's reasonable. I mean, how many? It, that was typical of the 80s. We were we just went through those cars. The reason why I picked those particular cars, they yeah. were in abundance. I
0: think it was a boat. Um, okay. Ben Affleck tried out for the role of Les Anderson. How do we oh, feel about that? Of course Nope.
2: No. Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one I absolutely believe and will never not believe. Corey Feldman chose a, all his own wardrobe. So Corey Feldman got his own clothes. It says here. Every time. Okay. Right? That, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, here's right. the one I call total bullshit on. John Hughes was considered to direct this film. <laughs> he would have cast Michael Anthony Hall as Les Anderson and Molly Ringwald as, M- as Mercedes Lane.
4: Yeah. What's eh. missing from but, that? What's missing from point. that is the word "if" that should be at right, the beginning. Right, yeah. If right. John okay. Hughes would have been yeah, yeah. cast, <laughs> yes, he would
1: Yes. He probably would have. It. We we hope he would
2: have. Right. right. I just don't buy it. I don't buy no, it. No, that's total bullshit. Would he have had yes. better music? Because
0: this the music in this movie was. Eh, you, know, yeah, you it, know, it was all right it had uh here l- let me give you a taste i'll give you a taste i got
5: some
0: actually they started the this the thing with a cover of something what was that yeah
2: beatles a beatles song oh yeah uh, drive my, car. Drive and my car and i would have
4: and i would have uh if you would have said oh yeah that's cory feldman and Corey Haim singing i would have totally. Hey, able- by told the,
1: by the way i want to i want to add this is one i really want to add trivia to
4: okay
1: uh, and the, my first one is going to be um, okay, so if Kevin Smith had directed this movie, he would have cast Jason Lee and Joey Lauren Adams.
4: <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. You're still yes. Back from that one. Yes. Yeah. I love that. No, <laughs> if, I love if, that tar-
2: idea. if Tarantino fact, would have cast this, reboot, he,
0: he would have cast Samuel L. Jackson. And,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually yeah. I think Kevin Smith would have been a great director for this reboot. That would have been.
0: Actually oh yeah, that, you know what? That fits. I I, I, I can't argue yeah. with that. I mean, but but then you know whatever. There, uh, I think teen movies today are smarter than they used to be generally speaking ah, okay. like uh nick and Nora's playlist style stuff i think is a more cerebral well, kind of affair. Fair. that's a
2: that's just a good movie you can't well that's a good movie that's my, po- that's my point 80s, i i
0: agree but i think a lot of the stuff in the 80s was was trash hole and there's less trash hole now there was oh, good movies sure. then too you have the john hughes movies which were cut above for sure but then you had stuff like this, and then below that you had, okay. you know.
1: When you say now, are yeah. you referring to movies like Juno and Easy A? Because they're they're not like now anymore. No.
0: Right. Uh, right. You're right <laughs> that I am doing that. It's more like, um, yeah. I mean, w- let's have an example. The problem with now is. So
2: you don't consider E.T. a teen movie,
0: and you don't consider E.T. like. No. No.
2: High art? I don't <laughs> consider <laughs> E.T. a teen no, teen movie. No one does.
0: No, What are talking about? It's not a teen movie. It has cool teen mo- things, but it's not a teen movie. Okay. All right. For now, for the definition of now,
1: I'm going to say the last five years. Okay. Oh, wow. Which,
4: so not even like 10 Things I Hate About You. Or, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. We have
1: to, we have right. to come up with movies like uh, The Fault in Our Stars, things that are
0: more recent. <laughs> okay. Some people like that movie. I didn't see it's it. It's a good movie. I didn't see it. Um, All I'm right. To think what about Hunger rec- Games? Does
1: Hunger Games count? I think it counts.
0: Oh no.
4: no, that's genre well, filmmaking. I mean yeah, it's that's
0: okay.
4: It's young yeah. adult novelization. I mean, you you could you could get up yeah, you could get away with a couple YA novelizations like um the host, or not the host, what was it? The uh it was the other one by the Twilight Lady, yeah. Suzanne. Here here's the way to look at it. <laughs> License to drive is a teen
0: movie. Uh I do not think that Lost Boys was. But it's here's got a, a, here's the a same perfect, cast in it.
2: Here's a perfect
0: edgy. Okay, look, there's a difference because we're talking about they have a
2: total term, edgy teen movie. And the epitome of that is in the last couple of years has been the edge of 17. That was a really great. Right. That's a good one. Yeah, right. But those are edgy teen movies.
4: No, but I think the the key for me, it's, it's whether there's the presence of anything supernatural. The reason Lost Boys yeah. is not a teen movie, even though it features all the same actors who are in many other teen movies, is the fact that there's a supernatural thing going on. Okay. Yeah. Chronicle, well, you're, Chronicle you're, is recent, and that's got a bunch of teen actors, but I wouldn't call it a teen movie. No.
1: I would say Mr. Miyagi was supernatural, so Karate Kid <laughs> doesn't get
4: the count. <laughs> all right, what about, there was one that just came out um, uh, maybe within the last five years, Project x but it's not the oh, one with Matthew no, Broderick but it's about a party yes yes project like a budget party uh, things
0: yeah. go awry now that may work I mean what's happened is a lot of these people that grew up with these movies that were like teen romps project almanac they're they're making the the hard art yeah, you know projects. bridesmaids style movies now the christmas moms too and stuff like like They've graduated that, <laughs> Christmas that, moms or whatever it's called. What's that Christmas, called? Bad, bad, bad moms. Bad moms, moms too. Too. Does <laughs> but I like I like
2: Christmas moms too. Right. Too, I like it. By the way, that that movie is so recent. Was 2012 Project X? You're
4: talking ah, that, you that in a five year Yeah, five more than five years ago. Barely it fits. In.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> barely fits. But but okay. So the big determiner for me is: Does your teen movie involve the help of adults? Okay. If it doesn't wow. involve the need for adults, other than being nemesises or dummies. Then I mm-hmm. think that's your teen movie. So you can't. Well, the reason, like, even I wouldn't even say the Karate Kid is a teen movie because it depends on adults to get stuff done, right, like Miyagi. Right.
4: Nerve, which just came out a couple of years ago, the the online game where you have to oh, yeah, uh, yeah. do yeah. things daring. That's yeah. a teen movie. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, and there, that's, that's and trash. Scott's right. right? Uh, let's just trash?
1: let's just agree that Scott's right. People don't make these. <laughs> people don't make good teen romps anymore at no. all. No. I, I can't
2: i can't go with scotch right i can't he's right I not, mean, like, not like, in like, good conscience
1: like <laughs> the, like the movie boyhood came out a couple of years ago and there's nothing rompy about it
0: yeah no no there's nothing rompy about that but also look if you made one of these today mm-hmm. that uh just take i'm trying to think of some you know it's ariana grande and a freaking um whoever <laughs> else they have those well i know but let's but let's say you've Spring got
1: breakers is a great example that's a that's a wicked film. They're, it's not lighthearted at all.
0: No, it's not. But my point is, if you made a movie like License to Drive, like they're about to do, and they're about to remake it, if you made it today, mm-hmm. there's no way there's a dude in the back of a seat taking pictures of, of a passed no. out girl. Right. You don't no. do exactly. it now. You can't do it now. I mean, you could. Yeah. But you're try in, to you're try in to in
1: add it. that to like Spider Man Homecoming and tell me what <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and 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 by the
0: way, a great example of the meshing of the two of these things because. That had yeah. all these tropes we've talked about: the big house with the party and the pool and the mm-hmm. thing, and then yep. the awkward yep. teen moments well, and all that. Party pool. And then they Stranger had the, things the,
4: too. Had that too. I mean, sure.
0: And then you had this the this supernatural stuff, you know, in there. Like that combination is what's killing it right now.
1: Did anybody watch uh, the more recent Linklater film? Um, Everybody wants some.
0: No, it's based no. on. Uh, it's like a sequel to Dazed and Confused it's, or something. Yeah, right?
1: it's
4: like the yeah, '80s Dazed and yet. Confused, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: or something like that.
1: And and it's it's got a lot of these tropes but again linklater is always taking this serious angle yeah. on on this stuff yeah and these movies i, I maybe we're maybe we're frozen out and the, nobody's making these movies anymore cuz they they really have uh, brian dunaway was calling it an innocence but i would say they have this obliviousness yeah you know to like politics and, it's a good way and to responsibilities
4: put
0: it. you know yeah which is the teen experience you don't know about those things when you're a teenager you're just out there winging it and you know when i was uh in my teens i didn't know what freaking reagan was up to (laughs) i have no idea (laughs) i knew he was a president that's it i didn't care otherwise what ran contra what the hell is that like i don't know i'm I'm too busy trying to get my car working so i can take sheila out on wednesday like it's just (laughs) not what was your first car uh it was a four or sorry mercury maverick mavericks yes it was I had a, a maverick it was a 70 a comet old 76 maverick and it was a piece of shite and ford comet was the equivalent on the ford side because they always made yes. like uh oh wow uh, they remember when they duplicate them like the oh, s the same it,
1: no it was just the same car they they had the same chassis and and, yeah. and they just paint, painted them mm. different, it had a, had different had like a different
0: trim them. or whatever but then you got to remember in my teens my dad was buying and selling cars he would go to california and bring them back from auction and then resell them at a profit here and it was just like weird business he was doing and uh at one point, it was really cool because if I had a date that weekend, I had a choice from some rad cars like, oh, we got an MR2 in this week. Or uh, there's a Nissan 300ZX with a uh, it's turbo and has a T roof and and it's black. And, you know, like I was I, I was living the dream. But then <laughs> occasionally it would be dad. I got this really cool, cute date this weekend. What's the what's the car situation? Oh, um, there's a you go this weekend. And I took that Yugo out, and I've told you guys all the story where the Yugo steering wheel came off in the middle of my date while I was driving (laughs) to my destination. Had to have cops come. Like, it was a huge mess. So, I kind of lived. Yugo,
2: it's our quality, baby. I
0: lived my own little teen movies sometimes because of this car situation, but I was always afraid. Like, when I broke the struts on a Toyota MR2, I thought my dad was going to murder me. Did did they put you in the Hugo
2: book, the the rise <laughs> and fall of the worst car in history? No, is that, that a book? That, is that real? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, I'd love to read that. I'd love to read that. I don't know why. So tell
1: me, tell me again. Did you have a did you have a Maverick or a Comet? Was I it had a a I had a Maverick.
0: I had a Maverick, and it was
4: pigeon toed,
0: okay. and had the radials were all coming yeah. off because it was so pigeon toed, and the gas <laughs> you put in the back of it because you'd lift yeah. up the thing and put the gas. Oh, in the,
4: rear. the driver, or the license plate you lift. Yep, and- yep. It was a piece <laughs> of was shit. Gold
0: Maverick yeah i paid 200 bucks for that by the way it's my first car i ever owned 200 dollars mm-hmm. cash to a guy named juan yeah.
2: <laughs> i got my i got my car i got my gold maverick car as a gift from some dude what was trying to date my mom oh wow that's <laughs> wow interesting. that's yeah. cool i
1: because i i think about this a lot i think do i now am i now driving my kid's first car like is this how this is going to go like Mm. years from now it'll be it'll still be in my life it'll just be so old and beaten up and
0: well that's what I kids my kids got
2: no idea that's my what... kids have nice cars <laughs>
0: that's what happened to me and taylor my she's driving my yeah. 2001 uh honda civic still mm-hmm. i just passed it down to her so yeah totally yeah so my, my, first, my first car was yeah. a
4: hand-me-down toyota corolla from my parents mm-hmm yeah, mine. Mine. I didn't, mine I didn't was even a... get driving lessons. They just said, "Here you go." And I'd never driven stick before, so I had to go Good to work. Luck. And they gave me the car in the morning. Said, "All right," and then get yourself to work. And <laughs> I had to learn, teach myself how to drive stick <laughs> after driving uh, nothing but uh, automatic
0: the whole time. Oh, we're such '80s kids. I love it. Mine. Probably, mine was
1: a yeah. Ford Escort, and when I was seven, my dad bought it new. And then when I turned sixteen, it was
0: old. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, listen. The escorts—the way they used to make them—you'd buy them, and a month later they were old. Those yeah. things were oh, shit. Yeah. for the longest they time, they were. They
2: were. Mm-hmm. They were real, really just rolled them out. Hey,
0: Ford had a rough man. Had did, a rough period. Did
2: you guys look? I don't know. Maybe I live in a small town. Maybe I didn't live in California during the eighties. But when you went to the DMV to get your driver's license test, yeah, it was BYOC. You didn't yes. get.
3: Oh, you didn't right, get a, a, right, a choice
2: no. of. A, you know, a fleet of escorts. What is, is that something yes. you guys experienced? No, or is that, you had yeah, to it was bring, bring your
4: own car to, to get your license yeah, for yeah, sure.
0: Same here. For
2: sure. I remember and, and, now,
0: now driver's ed in school, they had cars yeah. and, and they had their yeah. own brakes on the, on the passenger side and all that in case we were dumb. Right. But I don't remember ever. Well, I'm, I'm hundred percent sure that every DMV visit I made, it was our own car for sure. Yeah. And I think I was, Weird. it may have been, no, it wasn't the Maverick then, but it was a piece of shit. I had to p- parallel park and it was too big. I remember it being way long, and I barely made it. Ugh, I, it was an anxiety, that was an anxiety filled thing. And They captured exactly. that pretty pretty well here in this movie. Pretty well captured that that yeah. sense of like, oh, but we. I'll tell you what we didn't have. We didn't have those computers in '88 with with yeah, big right? bold uh, voiceover uh, <laughs> computer things where the lady would t- give you A, B, and C like Brian's intro. That didn't exist.
1: Yeah, if you had, <laughs> no. yeah. if you had had a headset. Where would you plug it in? Yeah. To what computer? That was horseshit. Did you have ever plugged it in. Like yeah. what card? No, there weren't <laughs> <Yeah>. cards. <laughs> yeah. Computers didn't have sound cards. Also, those no, modern, those uh,
0: displays were too big. There's no way anything was bigger yeah. than like 9.5 inches. Like, forget it. Right. That was horseshit. I'll tell and everything you exa- was uh, yep.
1: exactly how people were still testing until the, late in the 90s.
2: It was on paper. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm no dude that now the we, DMV we had is computers at not... it,
2: it ours but it wasn't nothing like this we didn't
0: yeah. we had nothing it was like paper and it sucked and it always felt like we were going back in time if you went to the dmv you're like going to a different time mm-hmm. like it felt like you're walking into the 40s and you expected the guy to go <laughs> all right shady i'm glasses put them on for your picture shame." like that's what i expected every time i was in there and I hated it. Oh, I hate it now. I don't like it now. I don't like going in there. I don't want to go there. I don't ever want to that's go. That's the
2: reason why I want a movie for the ages. I want that anxiety feeling again for old people. Like, I, I fear <laughs> when I get old enough, they're going to take my license away. So that's my next big DMV moment, I mm. think, is going to be when they when they pry my
0: license from my cold, <laughs> cold, dead hands. Old, cold, old hands. Old. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I uh, I just not, I hate all that stuff. And I and again, the movie, if it's successful at anything, I think for me anyway, was conveying that right. some, some of those anxieties. I mean, a lot of it's super unrealistic. And uh, this also had a trope that kind of drives me nuts, which is, do you have to have the Feldman guy? Do you have to have your goofy friend in every one of mm-hmm. these movies? Is there no way to just, like, I, I'm trying to think when I was a kid, yeah. I didn't yeah. always He's- have to have some goofball with me, you know? Sometimes it could be you. You and didn't Heather. have to
4: have a goofball. I had to have a goofball. Well, no, but I mean, you know, your but your life wasn't for entertainment of the other of other people. <laughs> but
1: I'm 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 with you, Scott. Didn't you get the feeling? Didn't you get the feeling that this movie never could figure out how to how to have that friendship be front and center? It was really more about the struggle between Corey Hayman and his dad yeah. than anything.
0: Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And the dad mm-hmm. is is I think I'd later. Well, I don't want to give away my alternate movie title, but the dad was mm-hmm. bipolar at least. because (laughs) he was worse than bipolar because one minute he's like he looks like he's going to kill you for what you've just done to the car or whatever it is and the next minute he's got his arm around you going "Eh, that's all right we're good what do you what do do you call the scam when your father comes
2: in with a bottle of champagne and two glasses when you're underage (laughs) not supposed to be drinking (laughs) and and convinces you with that he is totally stoked and plays along and he gives you this drink of champagne and then goes boom you failed.
0: Yeah, that was you some failed. that was some horseshit. Everything about that <laughs> film. wrong. That? Right. And the, yeah.
1: And it's this. This is the same man who sleeps all night through everything, yeah. but <laughs> so can be awakened an- in a in an instant by the sound of his wife
4: groaning. Yeah, in an instant. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That you sounds about wake. sounds about right. Daddy. No, it's not. <laughs> that's not right. I do, I, he is responsible I think for the thing that I'm going to guess as what's what gross got out the most by the way oh, oh interesting what do you think that was I think it was uh he's he, you know when he's uh discovering the car in the garage that's all destroyed and he's walking around and he looks in and he sees uh Corey Haim laying down in the in the front seat or in the in the uh right. the foot the footwell that's but, disgusting yeah um yeah. knowing that that that's exactly where the drunk guy puked yeah
0: <laughs> ding yeah. ding 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 brian <laughs> really? gets it uh, Brian gets easy. it well done uh that was exactly my gross moment in fact it was any time <laughs> after that dude barfed in there <laughs> that they, that they did that anything to do drivers. with the cars like oh yeah. cory cory Haim <laughs> somehow parkoured himself into this car and now he's hanging around in the front and i'm like dude you are perilously close to that guy's yak <laughs> yeah.
1: i have to yeah. i have to admit i thought of scott when uh carol kane serves herself five pounds of mashed potatoes yeah, yeah. and puts ketchup all over it <laughs> just because just because it was it was setting you up as a viewer you know what i mean
2: like it was just well, like it's
4: also what scott's going to be eating for the next six days yeah that's a yeah, good exactly. point you know i i was
2: grossed out by that at first like oh ketchup on mashed potatoes i'm like wait there's just potatoes, potatoes. Oh, oh i do that i put them on my i put them on top of my fries all the time. But like, then I started thinking. What if I had, a, uh, you know, like a regular baked potato and put ketchup yeah, on it? That. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that.
4: No, it's good. It's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you yeah. don't have butter and sour cream handy... I think ketchup is a is a reasonable alternative. Yeah. I, I, I,
0: mean, I mean, yes, it's not my favorite or my first choice. If there's like a big thing, a gravy, like a gravy boat. Oh, boy. Let's get that on there. But if it's if <laughs> oh, ketchup's sure. all yeah. I've got. Scott's just walking around the kitchen. Hey, it's a gravy boat full of gravy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: not just gravy, but a gravy boat. Right. Or gravy boat.
0: Yeah, man. Like, I'm, I'm in. I'm all down on that. But, I'll yeah, the, the barf goes- thing is really. And by speaking of barfing, Corey Haim always looks like he's about to barf.
1: Doesn't he? Right. At all goal. times, and and yeah. again, uh, okay. So let's just let's just talk about Corey Haim for a minute. Yeah, not to sure. speak the guy, L of
0: the dead, but he, you know, this was his thing. He was Tiger Beat and all that. So he, right, he had yes, this look.
1: and and he's he's good looking. He's Canadian. That was a thing. You know, he was from another country oh, for a know lot of people. Canadian.
4: Huh. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. No, all right. Well, good. it was a all thing. Right.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah.
1: But like you can't help but watch this movie knowing what you know now you can't help but watch this movie and think man this
0: kid's strung out and stressed out yeah not so much strung out not... as stressed out at this point i didn't the drug part yeah, is i was so say, noticeable. do you
4: think this was happening during yes oh, he, really? okay. he, he said stuff? he was yeah.
0: first he, his first drugs he said in interviews were given to him by adults on the set of lucas, lucas. so oh. i think oh. he was well down starting down that path but he wasn't like that incoherent sort of out of it thing until much later uh when he, right, you know when, right. when when the addiction but was like full-blown but
2: yeah. that was for some for i i think that was it's hard to imagine now but i think some of the girls kind of thought it was charming that he would have that slack jaw and then that quick little flash of smile and i think that was something that played to hit to strength mm-hmm. at the time but uh yeah it's it's you think he bit his it's, tongue it's, a lot? You think he was like, "Oh, shit. I'm unsure, <laughs> yeah, but he you drooled a lot. <laughs> he mentions in later interviews that he, he go he he hates seeing that because he hates seeing himself with his mouth open. He said it was something they learned to not do later on, but it was like a I guess a nervous habit or something hmm. possibly. So yeah, uh, just, the thing that grossed me out the most in the movie yeah. was the fact that Corey Haim had mono and he kept kissing uh, Heather Graham. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. I forgot wow. about that. Yeah. He literally had mono. That was like, trust me, people, yeah. it, I don't know if it's still a thing in in high schools, but that was like well, the is. most dreaded disease possible, the kissing disease in high school for it us is. was, was just, the mono. You need,
1: to, you need to just get on nextdoor.com and find out that oh. all
2: these things are still going
1: uh, on. I'll get give interest. this movie credit,
0: though. <laughs> these guys were actual all teenagers. Like, um, that, That's yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. a problem in these movies. Everyone's like 25 or whatever, but right. Haim and Feldman and Heather Graham were all like 15, 16 like the real deal, and I didn't. I when I saw this, I went Heather Graham. Whoa! I thought I I see her or think of her as a much more way down the years Austin actor. Powers well, even kind of even beyond that, like I think of, oh geez, uh, Boogie think. Nights,
1: and and I I my very first note as the movie starts, I'm like, whoa, Heather Graham is in this. Yeah. This is like mm-hmm. ten yeah, years mm-hmm. before I've seen a Heather Graham. Yeah. I had totally.
2: Yeah. I've seen this movie many times, but not apparently not in the last. 10 years or so because I was like, "Oh, Heather Graham. I yeah. did not know she was in this." I find her yeah, utterly charming. She, she does she's, not age. No, she's whatsoever. Yeah. she's older right.
0: than us and she looks great. She's beautiful and she's all she's so nice. Like there's something mm-hmm. about her something about her eyes or something i just i feel better in a movie if i know heather graham's in it (laughs) weirdly like she's kind of a comfort food sort of actress for me i really really like watching her she's good Mm did
1: anybody else notice how all these kids were doing their own stunts and i mean there weren't like
0: really bad
1: stunts like you know you know what i mean but like she was up dancing on a the hood of a car and heels like (laughs) (laughs) the the whole movie like he they, you know, like there's a scene where the two Corys are doing a pump lift on a bike all yeah, across the town. Yeah, on that bike.
2: That is crazy. Mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. you ever been a fool and rode on the front of somebody's handlebars? You ever done that? Yep, That's yeah. That's yep. That You put your life in their hands. Yep. You are absolutely yeah. putting your life in I their hands. I remember at the that time when I was,
0: you know, I don't know, junior high doing that and thinking that it was fine. It seemed like a great idea, but I'd look back this now. A great and, you know, idea. It's a terrible <laughs> idea
2: disagree I, it, uh, one more thing that bothered me that was a necessity of the filmmaking uh was the fact that that cadillac was always lit in on the interior yeah. every uh, all the shots it was always lit up with the characters so you could see them from outside oh, right. from the shots yeah, yeah it just bothered me
1: they, it was just they
2: too dr- bright in there
1: they mm-hmm. drive up to a lookout point in the hollywood hills mm-hmm. where they get out of the car and they're standing in front of it and the headlights are not on i looked and they look like they are. They have spotlights in 360 yeah. degrees around them. You probably yeah. do. And just like it bugs me, those little things.
0: Yeah. Well, what? Uh, I and actually, I got to take this all back. I said what a chick in the bucket was. I have a new one. <laughs> the chick in the bucket for me is the actual getting of the license. Did this ever? Yeah. Did we ever get a license mm. or no? We, we didn't. No. Did not during, he, not we, during the
2: film. We never see it. We assume since he's writing off because he said that he could take it again as soon as Monday. Uh, after the weekend yeah. so that's that's not true in most places from my from my experience usually have to wait a certain amount of time longer i think it's like six weeks or something yeah. but he said according to the movie he could he could get it the following monday so we're assuming that he got it because it was okay. supposed to be the next week when grandpa all right showed i'll buy up. that
0: that's fine but we forgot it's goosey we forgot to mention heather graham pulls up in what the, the 1980s off. car oh, yes. the cabriolet yes. freaking white rabbit Mm-hmm. right which
4: uh which we golf, haven't seen uh, like which we've seen recently in um uh can't buy me love yep. is like the yes. ultimate 80s cheerleader car yep <laughs> right. and it was dude like that was it accurate was.
0: all my for all my yeah. cheerleader well i shouldn't say my friends my cheerleader- that were cheerleader friends but all
2: my cheerleader friends the- are <laughs>
0: <driving>. <laughs> but every girl on the on like the the squad oh. uh the what do they call it the dance Squad thing, whatever right, trailer right, groups, all or, those guys yeah. were driving that. Oh, but, and them.
1: by the way, I, I want I want a trope alert on one little thing.
0: All right, hold on, I got it right here. Hold on, here.
1: The whole movie extends and extends because of one lie, one <laughs> <Yeah>. lie. If, <laughs> if which if which you would Corey, expect, from a yeah. Comedy. But if Corey Haim comes home and just says, "I didn't get my license, and I need you to give me a ride to pick up this girl tonight," it's still all works out for him. Yep. The whole his whole life works out just fine. Apparently, yeah. you know, Heather Graham was into him regardless,
0: right? Well, all she was this- she was still coming down from uh, Rico Suave long hair boy, whatever that guy was about. I still Paulo,
2: <laughs> every guy is named Paulo. Paulo, yeah. Mm.
0: He was he saying. was a I don't understand his character at all. I could not relate. I don't know what that is. That guy.
1: I I I tried and tried to develop like a moral matrix for Corey Haims' character and I couldn't. Because he seems to care very much about not breaking some rules, but others are just like mm, he just sure. skips right by them. And this one little thing, like you just come home and say, "I failed. Here's the paper. I failed," mm. and then it all works out just fine for you. Yeah. Like this movie's it's, making a statement on that point. Well, it's, it's but funny.
4: I, I was more surprised lying to uh, you know uh, Feldman and uh, Charles. Right, lying to the yeah. parents, like lying to the parents. Okay, you know that's the character. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm taking the car because I got my license, uh, but don't have it right. You know, show it to you right now." But uh, okay, see ya mm-hmm. But lying actually, to Feldman, right? You know, and lying actually, to his best friend about it.
2: Yeah, they actually took a a, a left, which I didn't think they would do with the lying, because you would assume that the lie is applied, and then you try to you know keep digging deeper, and deeper but his parents almost immediately find out he's lying. <laughs> right. So that's yes. just that just goes away completely. So as far as comedy goes from that time period, it was like that's kind of wild that they would do that. And yeah. then he did pursue it further. But however, what jerk friends and family he has that mm-hmm. send him all these congratulations before they even know if he's actually passed or not. <laughs> that is such a jerk right dick move yeah it's like uh it's like you don't know wait wait until you find out just just yeah. cool your jets man. yeah
0: calm, calm it down bring it back a notch is what you're saying mm-hmm. all right uh, all right i think we can do some clips now let's yes. uh let's dive cool. in oh real quick i found the siskel and ebert wrap-up of uh 1988's or 1988's review of license to drive and i think the volume's a little low but i want to hear what uh, oh wow hear okay. a little taste of this here you go
3: Film ...about a teenager's problems after he fails his driver's license test, but still wants to drive. I don't know that any such film would top my want-to-see list, but regardless, License to Drive is not that film. It is a dim-witted, predictable movie, the stuff we associate with bad TV sitcom material. Corey Haim, the likable star of Lucas, adds nothing to his reputation here as he loses control of his grandfather's car all right so there's
0: that and then let's hear what Mm -hmm. ebert says (laughs) uh here we go so come back i gotta skip ahead by the clip here okay here we go here we go
3: There's also a weak romance in the movie with him trying to land the most beautiful girl in the world. But mostly what we have here are runaway car jokes that are neither exciting nor funny. We also have one of the dullest collection of teenagers ever filmed. And that's quite an accomplishment for License to Drive. I don't like the movie either, but I sure like it a lot more than you did, especially the first hour. Now, I think what you're reacting to
1: probably is the last half of the movie, which is all of the chase stuff, all of the stunts, all of the special effects, all of the weird driving things they can do with cars
4: who cares who cares
1: let's make it as
2: a rule but <laughs> it is no longer possible
3: for anything involving fast moving cars to be funny. It's uh, just kind of like a basic principle. I have seen a movie, and I won't say what it is, but I have seen a movie... Why? ...in which they do Come a on. joke about fast-moving cars that's very good. In fact, I will tell you what the name of the movie is. <laughs> oh, thank you. thank you. you. the new Dirty Harry movie. Yes, I know that. But that is not a real... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of miss those guys doing their shit. I totally do, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: I, d- I don't at all. The wrong one died. Man, Gene Siskel is just a <laughs> wet... Oh, they're, both, they're both, yeah, they're died. both they're dead. They're
0: both yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they both Died of two but different yeah, yeah. cancers. I know what you mean, yeah. the end of the show because of his death. Yeah, yeah they both died. Uh, yeah, who's doing that now? Somebody's still doing that show, though, right? Like it's um uh, yes. Siskel and flimband. Oh, really? Yeah, who? Somebody somewhere. Ah, who's I think it's Roper. Roper. Like, uh, oh, that's it. I'm thinking of Ebert oh, yeah, and Roper. Ebert Roper and somebody. You're right. But then mm-hmm. Ebert died, uh, and then it was e- Roper and. Uh, B- Billing. Oh, right. It was Roper, Roper, and Ebert for a while. It is, right.
2: it is currently.
0: Oh, it's off the air. Was, <laughs> wasn't Sorry, it Harry it's, wasn't it's Harry no Knowles replaced by replaced by Film sex. Wasn't Harry Ebert, Knowles on there for a while before everyone found out he was holding had his he, oh, I don't remember
4: Knowles ever doing that but maybe he, he would guest star or something
1: Ebert and Roper ended and then they picked it up with Lions and Menkowitz and then Scott and Phillips Sure hmm. Yeah seriously the the show continued in 2009 2010 <laughs> with AO o. Scott and Michael Phillips Oh,
0: I want to start. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm am gonna make a movie called Scott and Phillips. And it's gonna be me and a screwdriver and our adventures. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, what you wanna to do today, Mister
1: Phillips? There was a <laughs> there it. was a, there was a string after Ebert had his after Ebert lost his voice. There was a string of episodes where different people sat in for
0: him. Yeah, Harry Knowles and did one, it once or twice. Yeah and, yeah,
1: and Harold Ramis was one of them. And to come back around to earlier this episode. Peter Sagal
0: was one of those oh. stand-ins. All right. See, there one you episode. go. He'd say, wait, wait, don't tell me. And then he, then the star <laughs> was born. Uh, all right, clip time. And here they are. This is, uh, begins with, uh, I don't know what this is. Let's just play it. Here you go.
3: For your information, this is exactly what I ate when I was pregnant with all of
0: you. You turned out okay. Oh, I, I just want to spend time with Carol Kane. I think she's yeah. great. Yeah,
1: and and boy, she looked young in this film. And it's because I've been yeah, watching plus. Unbreakable and Schmidt the
0: last few years. Yes. Yeah. She's and still, she looks 100 she does but, but she still looks real great I think sure sure
1: yeah. it just it was shocking to see her looking so just made up like she was wearing a ton of makeup the whole film sure very youthful right?
0: Um. Mm-hmm. here's one Um. let's see oh if I was the dad I would kill Feldman is what I wrote here so here we go <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. it's even annoying now Right. look how long this goes I would, I'd go outside. I oh, I pop him. You kind of want to
4: punch uh, Haim too for his yeah. like uh, chewing with his mouth open, grinning <laughs> face thing. Yeah, I didn't like that <laughs> during this whole thing. Instead of let me go talk to him, I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, here's Corey doing some stuff.
3: I was wondering if you're driving 55 miles per hour and you collide with a runaway train, would it make any improvements on your face? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: hate him i hate him
1: i loved it i loved that was,
0: it that was the, for me the best parts of the film <laughs> really yeah. I've, i was just yeah. annoyed it's like really you're gonna tell you're gonna say this mean thing to his sister and then you're gonna burp into the freaking and by the way that is nostalgic for me friends yeah. who had and i did have one house growing up where we had a but friends who had intercom systems yeah. i just <laughs> thought that was so cool back in the day i know we never we i never so was in a house now. that had
4: one but it is it is such Great. a thing like your kids would watch that and say, "What you guys had intercom systems in your house?" Yeah, and the ones that had the
0: central vacuum, I was jealous of those guys. Oh yeah, oh, that's, just yeah. that's just that smart. That's just smart. Yeah, it is but smart. Who?
2: who keeps the AC control out in the garage? Nobody. I wrote that down here.
0: <laughs> nobody.
2: Right. Good point. The yes. answer
0: is nobody. In fact, I wrote that exactly. I said, "Did people have to go to the garage to turn on their air conditioners in 1988?" Right. I guess they did. That yeah. was that was a plot device foreshadow. Big time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's a teacher lady.
3: Good afternoon, children. In the next 20 minutes, you will be given 30 questions. Anything over five mistakes will be considered a failing grade. We'll begin at the sound of the bell.
0: Blah. Also, you don't just do students. It's just everybody in there. Right? there's right, right. not like student day at the DMV. That didn't exist. That didn't exist. That's not a thing. Yeah. You that go in that lady, that may have been the best
2: character of this movie oh her portrayal when you say worst or best you mean worst i assume right? <laughs> i mean best uh, that is that horrible. that is that is in my brain all the way from the first time i saw this movie that character and her face and just her demeanor is just horrible you know, it's, just it's, it it's is everlasting like it is oh i don't summer, disagree with anything
0: you're saying but i don't know how that's good i see that as like bad it's like it's like um oh, what's right. it like it's like uh there's a scene in a movie, I always forget what the movie is, but somebody's got a fly crawling in their mouth. And it can't, oh, right. Well, it's, well
2: anytime yeah. you create a character that so effectively represents something, and it continues to impact me to this day, I think that's pretty
0: good. Is it What'd though? Say? Is it? Is it though? Uh, here's the, uh, here's the uh, lady. What? I don't know what this is. Uh-huh. Oh, I just wanted to have her say that. That's great, right? Uh-huh. I'm going to use that all the time. Gee, that's from the movie? Yeah, it's her.
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, here's I don't understand this, I wrote. So here you go. Wait a
3: minute. Stand back, children. Don't tell me I'm a living time bomb.
0: Okay, explain that to me. <laughs> explain that to me. What does that mean? What, I don't understand. Why is she a living time bomb? I don't understand.
4: Wait, when did that? I don't remember that line. When did that occur? It's, it was yeah. right
0: after when all the kids were kind of thronging yep. up to get their licenses. You're freaking out because and he, the, of the breakage. Yeah, and he sent her away. Yeah, it was after the computers broke, right, or whatever. The power went out, right? Right. So she was right. going to give everybody default licenses because. All I can say is the director has been to the DMV. He knows the people there. <laughs> yeah, okay? I think he really has, though. <laughs> I got the feeling he's never been to one, but whatever. Right. Uh, buckle up, buckle up, son. It's the real world out here. All right. There's Uncle, uh, Uncle mm. Pennybags, or whatever his name is. Uncle Philip. Uncle Philip. <laughs> it's not Uncle Pennybags, huh? I got that no? wrong. Okay. No? <laughs> Here's uh, something else. I want you to take a long, hard
4: look at this cup of coffee. Ugh, I freaking hate that so
3: bad. That coffee thing
0: is dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, let's see. The lady would never do this is what I wrote.
3: You mustn't f*** with the Department of Motor Vehicles, Mr. You'd, Anderson.
0: You'd fire her. You can't talk to some 16-year-old like that. You'd get fired from the DMV, right. wouldn't you? Yeah. You can't drop it's bombs just... like that
4: right i don't know yeah. that 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 seemed that didn't seem like the most implausible thing in the movie, <laughs> even in the most implausible thing in that scene yeah <laughs>
0: that's a fair point in retrospect okay now there was one it's like, moment it's like uh yeah.
4: it's what's her face in planes trains and automobiles uh oh, after... yeah, she's
0: so pleasant
2: oh, right yeah. you're, exactly you're gobble, you're gobble,
4: gobble, and then right gobble, gobble, and then gobble. <laughs> you
0: left me out in the I love it. Right. She's it's great. So it's so funny you brought her up because this next thing is very Ferris Bueller. Now, I got a question for you guys. There's this, this, is the only time in the movie they did this, but you know, in Ferris Bueller, it's all about fourth wall breaking where Ferris looks at the yes. camera yes. and yeah. says, I'm doing a thing, and do, do, do. we'll see how this goes. And they carry that through the whole movie, and it works. In this movie, there's none of that except for this one part. And then mm-hmm. he never does it again. Here's the part An innocent girl, a harmless drive what could possibly go wrong and he's looking at yeah, the no camera kidding. And, okay. they, no kidding. and they never I think, did it again
1: i think that's an outtake i i wrote it down while watching the movie i think it's an outtake and they decided wow this is actually going to work in this film and kept it
4: i don't know why Probably they thought they might have filmed it for the uh for the trailer and then you know not for the actual that, film yeah. yeah that's possible could be but yeah.
0: it really drove me crazy either go you know, go with that or don't like yeah and i
4: forgot i forgot the um uh the other thing that kind of ferris bueller'd me for this thing was the uh there was the opening scene where he's dreaming about mm-hmm. escaping the bus and running through all that stuff very obviously very much like the ferris bueller end scene where he's trying to get back to his house mm, right. and i want to say that they probably were inspired by that because they used very similar music yeah. the um the yellow oh yeah kind of uh sure. um, yeah, general public puppet head song mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the question, that kind of plays was... in the
2: Right, no question. This was this was inspired in part, yeah. at least some of the vibes were because I mean, there, there's even the the part where he breaks, uh, what Corey Hain breaks character and talks to the camera yeah. and talks about what he's about to do. Yeah, like the one it's, we just uh, played.
0: Um, yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> that's what I was saying. The yeah. exact thing that we just. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. Gotcha.
0: It was just weird. It was weird the way you said it. The way you said it would make it sound like you didn't hear any of that. Sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. It's all good. It's
2: also inspired by Risky Business.
0: Oh yeah, Risky yeah. Business. Oh, yeah. That hey, that movie had some sliding, didn't it? Sliding on your socks and here's your underwear sure. and everything. Yeah. Uh, is there but, is there uh, anything in this film
1: that's original? Like that that doesn't just feel like it's a take on a previous movie? No. Mm, that was
2: not the really. I had about this movie, it felt like a lot of other very derivative of a lot of other 80s movies yeah i mean that was- for
4: sure dunaway mentioned it earlier which was the you know the the lie of failing your test that is something you would have expected to last the entire movie and, and right brian dunaway was right that the fact that that gets exposed to the parents right away is very different than than most mm-hmm. movies of the of the time sure yeah here's the uh here's how you know it was an 80s movie
0: Was that a real song, or was that a... those that yes.
4: was, was Trouble by Nia Peoples. <laughs> and was and on the radio.
0: Yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah, and apparently they were going to use In um, excesses New Sensation, which would have been a far better song.
0: I agree. Awesome, so good.
4: But uh, they, they
0: switched it to that one. Could they not get the the rights or something? Or?
4: I don't know what the deal was, because apparently, according to the trivia, they used New Sensation for like the TV release. So yeah, it probably was a licensing issue that... that um, A
2: licensing issue and license to drive what? License to play my song weird Good weird
4: oh. uh,
0: get off oh I this guy he's my favorite ancillary we never see him again character this guy
2: get off my truck boy
0: yeah it was great <laughs> oh yeah that's the, the, had the best weird
2: lines get off my truck boy and 80 dollars had- <laughs> <laughs> I've had deer and elk and yeah. Oh, since you mentioned
0: since you mentioned eighty dollars, so funny. Well, I don't know. It was weird that he was so stoked about eighty. I guess the uh, tow tow truck driver's never seen eighty bucks before. No, no, no,
1: man. In nineteen
2: eighty seven,
1: that would have been like you're a very rich kid carrying around that much money.
4: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like five hundred now. Well, even now, the
4: opposite for the tow truck driver. He wasn't excited about that. He was like, that's why he dropped the car on the ground. Yeah, is because eighty seven dollars is is. Don't Chump don't changed oh, him. is that what he was doing? Uh, I, I don't. I didn't, didn't get that. At I all. didn't either. I, I got know, the yeah,
0: opposite. But maybe, yeah. May, I don't know. It's, now that you say it, I
4: like lower, lower it down slowly. He goes, hey,
0: not for eighty dollars. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Now that you say it, he also said this, which Ibit alluded to.
1: Boy, I've driven with deer, antelope, even bears trapped to that bumper. Ain't no sixty-five pound sack of fly shit like you gonna shake me a hell of difference. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Wow, how much how much fly shit do you need to collect to make sixty five pounds? All right? of it, all the fly shit in the world
0: yeah. has to has to be collected. Yeah. Uh, this sound is horrible, so here's this. Oof, that's really hard to hear. That's her feet on the hood of the car.
4: <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah I not like horrible. that at
0: all. Um, here's what I don't know what this is.
3: You definitely have balls for snagging this car.
0: Oh yeah, good good job. <laughs> all right, yeah, good point. Everything un- Corey
4: Feldman needed a lozenge after his acting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know. He's He is so weird now. Like just And it's fine. You be who you want to be. Be you I wish well, I
4: would have seen his uh, concert when it was I was here in Denver with the Angels. Yeah.
2: Every time I hear about Corey Feldman, every time I see anything, every time I've watched an inter- inter- interview with Corey Feldman, I immediately, I'm, I'm taken aback like, oh, God, he's just so out of touch. And I'm like, that's exactly what's wrong. This This kid started in Hollywood when he was just a child and he's been surrounded by it his entire life. Of course he's out of touch. Yeah, of
0: course mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. I mean, I don't want to say sad cause maybe he's having a great time right now. I actually doesn't sound like it right. from what he said the other day, well, but anyway, yeah. it's just such a weird I'll, I'll existence. I'll
2: never be able to relate to Corey Feldman's life because it is so yeah. different than anything i have experienced so i i I can't judge the guy right
0: right what's funny is part of what you've experienced is part of what he's been in in other words like part of your growing up was shaped by things Corey feldman was in but the actual Corey feldman there's no how do you relate to it oh he hung out with michael jackson and uh, slept with a monkey for like two days and right and uh what else did he do back then i don't know what he was doing but and then didn't he have a period where he just dressed like michael jackson Jackson just like straight he up. He did. Like, he still yeah. does. Yes. What are you yeah. talking about? All he right. did the
4: like the band leader outfit with the glasses, and I think even the single glove. Like <laughs> it was it was uh, mini me for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never thought of it as mini me, but
0: you're right.
1: And then yeah. uh, and you know, I, I can't
0: help but <laughs> I, I always want to
1: conclude with and this is just horrible, but it's just true. Don't don't mess up your face. Don't get the plastic surgery
0: yeah oh, sure. Age, age grace gracefully and and, and enjoy what, you, what he you got he doesn't need to though because he's always had a unique face yeah, right but look
1: and at that's him. what i'm saying what i he's see saying. Corey feldman now and i'm like i would like to know what this guy is supposed to look like yeah. i think
0: it would have been better it's really bad what he's done it's not good face stuff he's done he's going the mm-hmm. michael jackson route again it turns out but with facial mm-hmm. reconstruction anyway uh here's a line hey girls whose car are you driving grandma's those guys are the best. The freaking uh, rebel <laughs> guys. They were. They were. I great. love. I love oh, how the yeah.
1: movie can't decide whether we're supposed to think that car is awesome or
0: crappy <laughs> yeah. because we're sold just, that it's
2: supposed to be awesome. But well, it is. It's an awesome better. car. It's yeah. a really great car. It's a uh, well, okay, yeah, but I but would the never. Movie. I'm, I'm asking, what's the movie saying?
0: Yeah, the movie me? was back and forth on it all the time, and also they need to quit talking smack about crooners and 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 stuff like that because i like that, that was music.
2: good because that was funny that we had a uh that we were implying that we didn't like crooner music and we didn't i don't think no, i, I was hated a it when i was a
0: teenager it. it was my grandma's right. music i thought it was awful so they yeah. so it accurately r- reflects that it's just that i look at it now and i, and I have an appreciation for that I old stuff it. that i didn't used to have and i love it now yeah it's like comfort food mm. now i love it here's uh Haim saying uh, a really you know i like to capture a, a good shit you know like a good shit <laughs> Okay. That's Out of context, that sounds wrong. But here is here is Corey Haim doing his, <laughs> uh, his shit. Shit! There you go. That's him. <laughs> shit! That's pretty good. All right. Uh, good. Swear their name... What? Oh, I swear they named her for this dumb joke. Here you go.
3: Wow. Did you ever imagine in all your life that you would see a Mercedes fit inside the trunk of a Cadillac?
4: The right. whole it's a-, reason. it's a whole setup. Yeah, for two what? jokes. They have that one and also wow, this Mercedes is out of gas yep. or something like
1: yeah. that. Yep. Yeah, So so he's pretty good at delivering those jokes, though. Like, Is he? I, I, I think <laughs> I think when you're in the 80s, you have to come down on one side or the other of the question, who's your Corey? Who yeah. do you like uh, well, between the Corys? <laughs> yeah. And for, I, I noticed a lot of girls like Corey Haim and a lot of guys like Corey Feldman. And I think yeah. it's be- because yeah. he could deliver a joke.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's I, I, if you would have gone back in time and asked me which one I preferred, I would have liked Feldman then more mm-hmm. for this for probably that reason. I, yeah. re- I related. To I,
2: is it? I, can I be two Corey? I like both Corys. No, it's fine. You can, can be two Corey.
4: You can be equal. <laughs> no, no, I like no both. you must pick one. Yeah. You cannot just, have both.
0: He uh, when did he die? Twenty ten was it? Uh, something like that. Twenty, yeah, yeah something yeah. It was about that time. He was only thirty eight. That sucks. That freaking yeah. sucks. Uh here's uh um, yeah, what? Oh here's uh, oh. oh this this is also something that stuck with me and drove me crazy. It's the drunk guy in the car. Now you might blame it that he was drunk, but I i have issues with it. Here it is. Whoops. You yeah, that's life. That's yeah go Sammy. I tell you It's not Sammy Davis
4: Jr. Oh, oh I love right, that that he yes.
2: said that. Yeah, I was like I, uh, I,
4: I saw that. I heard that. I'm like, no. Nah, I'm chalking that up to uh, oh. to being drunk. I'll go. I'll. I'll.
0: I'll allow it. Like I'm a judge. I'll allow this one. But yeah. it's the noise. Me
2: tell if it was because he was drunk or because they added the music later and he was just could be. You know, vamping oh, as an actor. Oh, that's a good point. So I was like, I, I'm not sure. I didn't know who to blame.
0: Yeah, I don't that's know. A that's a my good, problem. That's with a it. good point. That's my problem with it, it. Wasn't delivered well enough for me to know who to blame. But, right. yeah, that was Frank Sinatra, you dumbass. All right, here's the well, worst yeah. worst barf sound in the history of this show, and I mean even compared to Barton Fink. <laughs> so I captured it. Here you go. Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Someone burped while
1: pouring a can of vegetable soup <laughs> out <laughs> next to a microphone. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's That's
4: it's clearly cream of mushroom. Uh, <laughs> uh.
0: Uh, Oh No, see, cream of mushroom. Yeah, you'd have to mix it, though, right? Because the cream of mushroom came out in the can shape. (laughs) That's true. But that is just so so bad. bad. Seriously,
1: I want you to play it again, and I'm just going to burp and pour out this can of soup.
0: All right, here you go.
5: (gasps) Oh, gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so evocative. Oh, I don't like man. it.
1: Yeah. We have reached peak film sec.
0: Yeah. Film sick is what it is. Um, yeah. All right. Here's a. Oh, this is not a car tire sound, also. B- bug me. That's an airplane landing. There's no oh, to, yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah, but I think that goes along with the joke that he makes. Oh, what airline is this? Oh, that's right.
0: I forgot he <laughs> said that. <laughs> That yeah. guy, what the hell was that? That was the worst drunk. man. I love that guy. And
2: he was in. He was in nothing
0: else. Ever.
4: Sure, he's well, he's got. What IMG, really? But you're right, he right. Didn't I like actually... propelling into the stratosphere of stardom. I thought he at least had some
2: bit roles on TV after that. I mean, no. he's
0: competent enough. Was he? Yeah. Was he? Uh, here's him again. Uh, again, gr- it's just it was a weird. Gr- oh, here's he makes a groan sound that I really liked. So here, it's a short one. Here you go. <laughs> There go. There's something about that. It's when he moved him off the, the horn. It's really good. Um woman in labor.
5: Woman in labor. Woman in labor.
0: All right. Literally. Literally woman in labor. Uh that's uh that's it for your clips. Let's play this uh thing here. It's the Film Shack. shack. It's the Film Sack Checklist. Baby, yeah. (laughs) That's where it's at. Uh, uh, Feldman being creepy, check. 80s movie where the cute girl uh, drives a cabriolet, check. And finally, maybe a little better than it should be, check. That's kind of where I feel about it. I think it's better than it should be. Uh, Star Trek stuff. There are a bunch of these. Uh, Parley Bear was Grandpa Anderson. In Voyager, played an old man in the episode Sacred Ground.
2: (laughs) 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 <laughs> typecast. Yep, typecast. Grandpa he's got a, he's got a shuttle with Grandpa.
0: Yeah, the old men. Yeah, at Grandpa hashtag. Um let's see. At. Michael Ensign, he's school teacher and bus driver, played various parts on TNG, DS9, Voyager and Enterprise. James Avery was the DMV examiner and the dad on that other thing he talked about. Uh the Fresh Prince. Uh he was on Enterprise, played General Kava in the season 4 uh Star Trek episode Affliction. And divergence. I'm that's yeah, it's with Klingon. You're right. Interesting. Uh, was it a finalist to play Worf originally? He was supposed to be Worf oh, on really? oh. TNG. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, him, uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Yeah, yeah were
0: finalists. Uh... <laughs> well, this one I could see.
4: You know. Yeah. Nobody for knew sure. him then. No, I know it been great to have uh, to see Data do the Carlton. There you go. <laughs>
0: Carlos de, Mer- de Macera, I mean, de- La Camara. Sorry, a second cop played. An episode or on an episode of Improbable Cause on DS9, and Bernie Plock or Proc. Pock? Pock. Ah. He's dropout well. number one on. Uh, oh, these were dropouts, those guys that were yelling in the car. Oh, right. Oh, okay. All right. Those it, guys. Anyway, Star Trek five, he was a stunt rigger for the uh, Yosemite climbing sequence that was so bad. Uh, on TNG, he played a holographic Aikido fighter in the episode Code of Honor. And finally, in uh, Star Trek Seven Generations, he was a stunt double for Mr. William Shatner.
4: Okay. Okay. And his oh! and his last name is Klingon food. Yep, Klingon food. There you go. Right. Nailed it. Kaplock. Kaplock.
2: One thing that this movie made me sad a couple of times, and one of the times it made me sad was when uh, this past week when John Hillerman uh, oh. passed away. Oh, yeah. okay. uh, because when I yeah. every time I saw those, yeah, every time I saw that Ferrari, w- which was a a little bit earlier model than the one Magnum drove, but it reminded me of that 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 was uh, that oh, was not well, right. supposed to be. Did did we ever resolve in Magnum PI if uh, Hillerman's character was actually no no it's never everything? it's, it's he never resolved,
0: resolved. No he was never Robin whatever his name was Robin right.
1: Masters in fact they mm-hmm. uh, they present a different person as Robin Masters at some point and it only makes the question harder yeah. because you don't know whether or not that is the real thing or uh, Higgins has invented a you know right. a character.
0: Yeah. What's mm-hmm. weird is in my mind, Hillerman, aka Higgins, died twice in my lifetime. Because I swear <laughs> he died some other time, and then when I heard this this week, I'm like,
4: Oh, what? He died. Mandela effect. Yeah. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. I might be thinking of the guy who was the voice of Kit. Oh, oh right. yes, yes. Yeah. But maybe he's um, still alive for all for all
4: I know. But Foresight, I, John Foresight. Yeah. Are they? Is he? Wait, John
5: Foresight. Uh, is that
4: it? Hold on. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. John Forsythe gun- was the no. uh, Charlie's Angels voice. Oh, right, it was right. Charlie. Oh, right. hello. Um, it's Charlie. Hello, Angels. And <laughs> he is dead. Uh,
2: <laughs> voice of Kit is. Glenn, uh, do, uh, William, William Daniels. Daniels. And William he, Daniels. He A- is still alive, A- so he hasn't died. All right. And I can see it. he, he kind of does look like. Uh, so he time.
0: is ninety yeah. years old. Oh, yeah, ninety freaking years. He was also on St. And, uh, Elsewhere*, a great movie or show.
1: And yeah. by the, you know, we could talk about the Mandela effect all day. I just want to declare, I'm from the Bernstein Bears timeline originally.
0: Yeah, same. <laughs> okay. Um,
1: and I find it very strange. Yeah. It's a very, very strange thing. It
0: really is. <laughs> that one is the most strange of all those Mandela things. Even the Mandela thing that it's named after isn't as strange as the Bernstein Bears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Berenstain, what the hell? If you don't
1: know what we're talking about, maybe look it up. It's fascinating. Yeah, look it up. Uh, Or
0: maybe it's not. Or maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Soundtrack, great. I'm going to give this thing an E for '80s is pretty 80s. Yeah, 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I would have given it an 8 for 80s but any, you
1: know. anybody pick any songs that they were like wow I haven't heard that in forever?
0: Get out of no. my dreams. That one's a definitely that, one that, I've heard.
1: That 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 one I've heard recently but mm. uh for me it was uh Touch and Go by Femme Fatale.
0: Oh. Mm. Anybody
4: notice that one? No. I don't, I, I don't know if I know the song.
1: Oh, you should uh, check it out on YouTube.
4: Yeah. I will.
0: All right. Uh yeah, the rest of it was all kind of generic to me but as soon as Billy Ocean kicks in i'm i'm all in <laughs>
4: that's it exactly and i was wondering if this was the movie that that um uh that launched that song that, oh, possibly that,
5: uh, sure. it. Yeah, yeah
0: maybe there was another one we saw recently where i wondered out about another song and now i can't remember what it was it may have been that one where the lawnmower one with mm-hmm. uh patrick
4: Dempsey. <laughs> oh, i didn't realize the uh so the drive my car cover that they play at the beginning yeah. was by the uh the group called the breakfast club yes oh yeah yes. yeah
0: mm-hmm. who are they yeah. They, oh, my uh, gosh.
4: Right. <laughs> I remember one album with just brightly colored uh, numbers on it. Like the songs. Was it the songs were all numbers or it was back? Got to get back. What the hell was that? I don't know. Um, so I've never
0: heard of this band, but they na- they're they not named after the movie because uh, the breakfast yeah, club. They are. No, they, yeah, are. they are. Oh, they, they are. are. OK. Are. All right. But even that soon, because that movie was only a couple years old at this point.
4: Well, you can actually book them. Uh, their website the breakfastclub.com
0: we should have we should have booked them for the show
4: yeah <laughs> which yeah. looks like their website looks like it was uh created during the dawn of the uh internet great. uh
0: great 96 baby it's a good time to have yeah. your rotating uh, skull gifts and things it's super oh hard God.
1: to find other songs by the breakfast club because of the movie the movie obscures everything online yeah
0: the seo on that must be rough
1: <laughs> right
0: uh, yeah name your band oh. something
1: original people
2: yeah.
4: No, this is a, uh, sorry, this is a tribute band that does nothing but 80s covers called The Breakfast Club. This is not nice. the...
2: Oh, The Breakfast Club, not Breakfast Club. We just right. Know, right on know track.
4: The... Right on track was the big single for uh, The Breakfast Club. Okay. Okay. All right. That's um, fine. Uh, John Jellybean Benitez was uh, involved uh, with them. Oh, yeah. That guy. Um, And hey. Madonna was the drummer originally. <laughs> oh, really?
0: Yes. I forgot about that. <laughs> really? Right. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. She's uh she gets very excited. Hey, so let's uh move on. Let's do uh <laughs> let's do the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 140 characters. I'm sorry, 280 characters or less. It happened oh, by the way. Oh. Full rollout. Everyone has 280 characters now for better or for worse on Twitter. Uh, I don't know. So... <laughs> I barely have used more than 140, I think. But now all I have is a concentric circle that means nothing to me. So I don't really know what (laughs) I've done. Anyway, uh, so sum this thing up in one circle or less. Let's start with Randy.
1: License to drive. You'll fall in love with Carol Kane all over again in this allegedly classic Cory's movie that barely includes one of the Cory's. Rest in peace, Cory Haim. We didn't have to watch your face degrade in your 40s. Aww. Oh, that's
4: a weird. That's well, true. True. I'm actually going to be even meaner, so I'm okay with that. Oh, really? Sweet. I
2: changed my Twitter post to "License to Drive." Now I'm sad. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: then uh, let's go to the next guy here, Brian Dunaway.
2: License to Drive, like a horrible opening credit scene made with an Amiga, backed by a song performed by a band named Breakfast Club, starring some Corys. This movie is
0: the '80s. Nice.
4: All right, very nice. Uh,
0: and then finally, Brian Ibbot.
4: License to Drive for Corey Haim acting was like breathing. He did both through his mouth. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Ooh,
0: wow. Actually, that's that's pretty good. That Damn. doesn't. I do not think that uh, besmirches his memory. I think that he just had a style, and you're and you're knew. commenting on it. He knew. He knew. He knew it. Yeah, he knew. He it. knew Still it. though, you called him a mouth breather. That was amazing. <laughs> well, come on. Yeah, I guess you kind of did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well done. Well, uh, that means that uh, Scott's slow at clicking a button. Yeah, 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 There yeah. we go. Uh, it's the alternate title just handed to me. This movie was almost called Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Dad. So that was interesting. Uh, they didn't go that direction, though. And then lastly, Weekend at Mercedes, because it reminded me of Bernie Ooh. while they were kind of propping her up, putting yeah. her oh, yeah. in the trunk and of everything. That's smart she wasn't dead but you know whatever now for today's email normally we get these emails and we and this one came here as well filmsack at gmail.com normally it's a written thing but jamie who a lot of people may know from his uh, mashup work on tms the morning stream oh. podcast on the yeah. far Rock pants network uh made a little something based on uh one of us and i'm gonna play it and you guys will figure out what it is uh it's a short little thing and i think you'll enjoy it so here we go no no other uh, previews no spoilers here here you go
1: Aloha, Scott. Brian, Brian.
0: Did you know that I used to have a job training
1: Rottweilers to perform complex cheerleading maneuvers for wealthy crime bosses? Yeah. (laughs) I used to be Alan Rickman's accent coach? This is a true story. Did you know that I used to play bass and sing backup vocals for Mozart's Ghost? No. Reminded me of how I used to be a professional front loader driver. Did you know that I used to run a Manhunt outfit? Yeah. I used to be a Galaga champion. Did you know that I used to have a fun little internet business selling pregnancy? test kits specifically designed to let you know whether you're pregnant with a half-immortal being. (laughs) Reminded me of this great job I used to have shucking corn. That's a true story. I used to shuck corn. I worked at cotton gin that also bought and sold grains. You had to get a weight per bushel. with it. It's really hard on your hands. Did you guys know that I used to be a customer barker at a business in Mexico? Did you guys know that I used to work as a professional beehive liner? That summer I worked as a Native American actor. I had a job supplying bullets to people who gunfight but did you know that I used to work as a high school student in a ridiculous town where there
2: was this haunted house?
1: That, damn it. This crappy movie broke my gag.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you should always have music accompaniment when you do your <laughs> intros. Yeah because that really was good. awesome
1: that was fantastic is, <laughs> is it okay that i'm laughing at myself yeah that's oh, totally, yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. totally fine it's totally fine we're all laughing at you yeah sometimes uh, you need. That, <laughs> apparently if uh if i talk for 500 hours straight you can get about two minutes of funny stuff out of it <laughs>
4: i love it that, and that feels like that feels like he you know he had uh um about two three hundred shows that he hadn't done yet and he yeah, stopped right. He's like all right, that's that's <laughs> it's only a three minute Green onion sung, man. I only had have- <laughs> But
1: uh, you know, people actually like just at BlizzCon last week, people were saying to me, have you know, I ever told you about the time? And I'm <laughs> like, Yeah, okay, so it's great, I have a signature gag. But the problem is I there are certain things that I want to actually express about my actual history yeah. and I've ruined it. I like can't the like anymore. the corn
0: the corn shucking <laughs> one, if I remember correctly, was you trying to express to us that yes, no, I actually shucked corn yeah. for a while and that we really- were and we didn't believe you. We we're like laughing it off. <laughs> That's another one of yeah. his things, but no, mm-hmm. you you yeah, And there's corn.
1: This, and there's this hand lotion called Corn Huskers, is, is is what I usually am trying to talk about because it's it's fascinating goop.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's actually <laughs> it's actually really useful. Uh, and if you shuck corn, like the thing where you twist the corn and all the dry kernels right, come off, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I'm talking about. Oh, Not yeah. pulling the shuck off, but sure. actually taking the like that it's really hurts after a while you can't do
0: much of it so uh, i love that i played bass for the dry kernels it was a good time <laughs> in my life yeah. uh anyway well there's the there's your show everybody and if you'd like to send an email we'll read normal emails next week but dot uh, com is where to send it speaking of next week what is our next movie i have no idea Oh,
1: right so so we have uh some interesting upcoming films next week we're going to watch rounders mm.
0: yep that's why, right why do i not know and what then, rounders is it's uh, Matt
4: Damon plays poker. Is that right?
0: Is that sure. it? Okay. Sure. Sure. Or,
4: or we no, don't even Matt know. Matt uh, a
2: famous next movie. Week may not be rounders. Uh, <laughs> no,
1: know. we're definitely watching. Rounders. Norton
4: plays out. poker.
1: Right? We don't yeah. even
2: know what. We don't even know what the movie is. Matt
1: so Damon, Edward it? Norton, John Turturro. <laughs> Gretchen. Maul. Oh, John
4: Turturro plays poker. Okay. John Turturro plays poker. <laughs> <bugger. laughs> Uh, I, think, I think all three of them. John both. Malkovich is in this? All right. Yeah. All the right.
1: following week is the Coverville Coverthon. We're going to watch Woo. Proof of Life, guys. Okay. Nice. Right. Um, I'm really excited. But it's another film I haven't seen. And then and then we're finally going to get to Catwoman.
0: Oh, we did, oh, we she haven't moved. Moving. Yeah, we've stopped moving Catwoman. Sweet. So a cat, I can't wait to. Oh, I really can wait to see Catwoman, but whatever. It's <laughs> fine. We'll see it. Uh, we'll finally, we'll finally swallow that pill. It's fine. Sometimes that's a, what's good for you. Is what's good some, for you. So. Some
1: of us have never seen it. Some of us have uh, seen it. For the rest of us,
0: yeah. And This is the the Halle Berry deal, right? That's the only yep. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Yep. That... Oh yeah. Halle Berry. All right. All right. Well, I'm <laughs> looking forward to that uh, round. Wait, is actually is, uh, is
2: Catwoman actually on Netflix? Yes,
0: yes. It is at happen. the moment. Are
2: you sure? I see Cat Catwoman, Catwoman is available on DVD only. Hold on. Ah. Okay, oh, guys. I'm oh no, Catwoman. Netflix moved Catwoman. Oh no, we've All moved right. Catwoman
0: again.
1: <laughs> I'm i moving Catwoman, so it's gonna be the the <laughs> void. Actually, it's gonna be the void. <laughs> the void is the movie. I've moved Catwoman. Okay, great. Thank you. Thank you. I have. <laughs> so. One of these days, guys, <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: like like the fifth time or something. It's some yeah. crazy number of times this has happened. That's when nuts. when the
1: void started streaming in the summer. Uh, just a couple months ago, uh, yeah. The Void starts streaming and people were tweeting at us. You have to watch this movie on Film SAC. So yeah. we don't know why we're, we're going to watch The Void.
0: Yeah, this is i uh, I'm looking here, 2016 film Yeah, with a whole bunch of people no one knows. Uh, <laughs> so this will be one of those mystery ones that we just, we don't know what we're getting into. But um, the, the anyway. cover looks interesting. The Void. Has been compared. Next, it says to next the, th- week. the thing. So uh, we all like the thing. So why not? Why not? Why not do next the void?
2: week? Next week is Rounders. Watch okay. Rounders, friends. Yeah, Rounders. Then the Void. Watch Rounders, friends. Also on Netflix. Uh, if anyone gets a chance, check out Mark and Russell's Wild Ride. It was suggested uh, about uh, right after I watched License to Drive. It's got that kid. What is from the Goldbergs? Uh, I want to watch it, but I don't know if I want to watch it. Oh, well. But it's supposed to be kind of like the same premise. Okay. Maybe somebody cool. will
0: write in and say, "Tell you why or why not you should see it or shouldn't see it." Maybe we'll get that. do it. yeah, let we'll us see if we can get going there. Uh, thank you all for listening. Don't forget the uh, shit <laughs> Where am I? I've lost my place. There it is. Uh, don't forget the forget. Don't the forget. website I is have... uh, filmsack at gmail sorry filmsack dot com film filmsack at gmail dot com is our email address and you're welcome to use that at any time. You can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. and of course, leave us reviews wherever you get your podcast, Google Play, iTunes, wherever. We'd love a little bit of that love. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. We'll see you next time. Bro. Bro.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Oh, jeez.
5: Oh, <laughs> <laughs>